Welcome to the Helihead Show. This is episode number 24. I am your host, Skids, and with me is Gucci. Not again. Jesus, I'm here. Hello. And we've got Yard Sale. Present. And we've got, all the way back from 69th and Main, we got Vince Post. <laughs> I think he said, do you guys hear music? <laughs> <laughs> Great to be back. All right. So first things first, we'd like to give a huge thank you to everyone who streams, downloads, and listens to our podcast. Thank you so much. We love that you guys tune in all the time, and uh, thank you. We certainly do appreciate it. So, uh, Fence Post, you're back. Yo, yeah. How's the new job? It's pretty good. I mean, they've definitely been drilling me. Um, so it doesn't blow that, huh? No, it's taking a lot out of me, though. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> drilling and blowing? I can't do this yeah. tonight. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's good. It's um, It definitely requires me to try very hard to keep up with what's going on and uh, learn as fast as possible. It's been, what, two and a half weeks now? Yeah. And uh, finally feel like I'm making some decent traction. Nice. Yeah, cool. Ah, man. Well, you guys want to get it started? Get it going. Let's do this, yeah. All right. Let's just jump right into some weeks. Gucci, tell us all about your weeks, man. Or your weeks. Weeks. Uh, We got weeks. We got stuff that was happening. So, uh, did some flying. I did some hanging out with, with the family. But most importantly, we... At least for myself, I attended my first fun fly of the year. Mm-hmm. And by this, yep. So uh, we attended the uh, Northeast Ohio Heli Throwdown. First, nice. f- first fun fly. Yep. Wow. Yep. We hit it. It was there. Not a big turnout, but it was awesome to see some of the the folks that I've kind of met over the years: John Deo, Bob Heaster, Zach Scopes. Yeah, Scopes well, was Scopes. in town. That's yep. awesome. Yep, we got Leroy Melting Gears 2020. Man, he was <laughs> he was a Did smelter. he melt some gears? Oh, he oh, literally he... roasted them. Like there was just no holding back. It didn't matter what model it was. If you wanted your gears roasted, like roasted peanuts, give it to Leroy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Uh, then we had Adam Burkhart. And uh, I'll let Mike introduce some of the other folks that we had um, since he was at the Fun Fly too. So at the Fun Fly, we, I mean, at least myself, flew the, the Kraken 700 Nitro. So I, I literally flew two and a half gallons between the two days, more or less. I flew two and a half gallons of Nitro and I did one flight on my electric Kraken. <laughs> nice. Oh, I love it. Yep. It was nothing but nitro. So, um, yeah, it, it, I don't know. I went there with three, really, three charge sticks for the, the Kraken Electric, and I only flew one out of the three sticks. Wow. Yeah. I, I Listen, I was having fun with that nitro. I was still kind of tuning the motor, and it was funny. You know, I would, get it, I would do one flight and maybe do a click or two in on the, on the high end, and it was like it, it would wake up. And then I would go like the next flight and it was like, why is it not pulling again? I would, you know, kind of lean it out another click or two and it would start pulling again. <laughs> so uh-huh. it was like a small like tuning throughout the Friday 
and and Saturday, but it, it's pulling strong, man. You know, like I have no no qualms with that ninety one anymore. So it was cool. Um, let's see. Oh, um, I literally saw Dave um, Karash um, save his night rig twice in the same flight from a crash. <laughs> <laughs> so we have dubbed i think kenny hutton came up with this he dubbed dave as double save dave nice um yeah <laughs> i mean he you know he was you know it was his night rig so fully lit up and like I, I i think he just lost it for a second and it was like in damage control at that point trying to save it and then it looked like it was gonna go in and then he saved it again i'm like jesus christ <laughs> I think he said his heart rate went up to like 150 beats per per, per minute or something like that. It was just something crazy. Like he was, uh, it was an accelerated he run- flight. He was running a marathon while he was flying. Yep. So, oh, I also got to see the Kraken 580 fly low head speed um, that Todd Dudek had, which was, that was pretty cool. And uh, I don't know, like he was having fun at low head speed, and I'm I'm definitely uh, we're definitely gonna hear from you, uh, Kevin, kind of what your thoughts were on that. Mm. Um, and then Drake Nitro, this past weekend I got to fly it finally. Nice. Yep. So it lives again. Uh, although it took me literally like three trips out to the flying field over three days to get the 91 running. So I kept having this issue where I was leaning out, like it was fine in idle and then going up when it hit like mid stick that the, you know, the engine would get super lean. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? Uh, took that engine apart, make sure everything was good, put a new ring in it, you know, cause the ring was kind of older, worn out, still the same thing until I finally just want to give a, a huge thanks to Tom Shin. He's like, that's a classic uh, check valve issue. I'm like, oh crap. Change that, and it was just running fine. So, got that running. That was awesome. And literally two weeks now. So I usually only fly, you know, on weekends. I've gone through almost three and a half gallons of fuel. Nice. So my eight cases of uh, nitro, they're really dwindling quick. So it's going to be interesting. And last but not least, okay, so let me preface this. You know, the person I bought the 91 3DS, the last one uh, from, Nick Yuri, I gave him a shout out the last uh, episode and I called him as being from Jersey. <laughs> well, apparently he's from New Hampshire. Ah. And yeah. apparently, apparently. That's a big no no, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the best part about it is that they do him and a couple of his buddies. They do like a f- once a week. They get together to fly during the week. So I guess all of them were on the way to the flying field to to meet up, and they're all listening to the show. So I don't know where. I guess he's driving, and like his phone starts blowing up, like you know, making fun of him because I called him out as being from Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like what the hell's going on so like he was like they had a, a a big laugh about it but the best part is like yeah you know nick was like and i make fun of my wife for being from jersey so that kind of worked out pretty good <laughs> but he wanted me to give out a shout out to the heli guys from hudson new hampshire nice what and, up yep and definitely apparently it's a pretty decent group of them that listen to our show so just want to say thank you guys and um that's all i have nice very cool you know Try to rip through it. 
Sounds good. Ooh, All right. Who do we have next? Fence post. Oh boy. Hit it. I, I didn't do anything. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, uh, I can't read the first thing from the notes because that's inappropriate. Um, <laughs> we went to. <laughs> is it, a, is, yeah. I'll, I'll, it just basically says, and some other things after that that I can't repeat. <laughs> that's uh, fair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Uh, yeah, so went to a fun fly that was way cool. It was Dragonfly. Uh, Kevin's going to tell you a lot more about that, but basically the Cliff Notes version is uh, I almost got hit by an OMP M2 multiple times and then almost hit myself with an OMP M2 <laughs> multiple times. Um, <laughs> flew the crap out my Kraken. Uh, Caleb was nice enough to do the full pool school that last, was awesome. last two weeks ago. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, what else? I got to come to do the challenge for the first time ever myself, which was nice because usually I can't give it a whirl because I'm too busy filming it. Right. <laughs> uh, elevator servo went out in the Kraken. Ooh. Uh, so I haven't touched it since, since the event, basically. Uh, Jason exploded his Kraken. Ooh, that's an understatement. <laughs> a, yeah. So my backup basically got stripped for the week cause he spent a week here on vacation. So we took my orange one apart and give him all the parts out of it. That way he can keep flying, but we never quite got it right. Like something was bent and we got to figure out what it was making all sorts of noises like a washer machine. Mm. <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, I haven't really done anything else heli related cause, um, just been doing car stuff. I bought a ton of car parts. Lots of them. Uh, I went to the school of Mr. Miata. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Yoon school of school of do car things instead of heli things. So I got on that bandwagon for a little bit trying to get, get my car scored away. Nice. Yeah. And then what else? I think, I think that was it. Just, you know, hung out with Jason for a week. We went out to eat at a bunch of cool places and tried to show him, all the cool stuff in Charlotte while he was here because he was all cooked up inside and Chico couldn't leave the house, couldn't go anywhere because of COVID. So hmm. it was yeah. good to see him. Sweet. Yeah, I'm glad he made it. Yeah. That was cool. He definitely needed that. He's He's been stuck at home for like six months or something. Mm, crazy. Yes. All right. Nice. Yard yeah. sale. Uh, let's see. So as Dan mentioned, we had the Ohio Holly Throwdown. Um, I'm not going to dig too deep into it because Dan, you know, covered the pretty much the highlights, so I won't dwell on it too much. But I do want to throw out that I believe the final uh, pilot count was around 22 pilots, which I thought was pretty impressive for us basically having nothing but a place to fly. We didn't offer food. We didn't offer any of that stuff because of the health restrictions that we currently have. Um, so basically, we told everybody, if you're going to show up, you got to fend for yourself. And we thought that that was really going to put a damper on stuff. But, um, I mean, 22 pilots is pretty good for uh, usually what we get. I think usually we get around 35, 40 pilots. Um, So it worked out pretty good. Not too big of a hit, but everybody was happy to be there. Uh, Everybody had a good time. Matt Bodos showed up and made an appearance. He came out on Friday. Yeah. Him and his wife. And I believe it was, was his nephew, Dan. Yeah, his nephew. He, they brought out his ne- uh, Matt's nephew, and he actually got to fly in front of people at, at his first event. Nice. Yeah, yeah I think it was he's, awesome. I think he's like 12, 13, maybe, somewhere in that, that area. Hmm? Yep. Yeah, he had a little uh, blade um, 
230 yeah is that what it was yeah 230 yes yeah he was he was flying it upside down all kind of stuff he was doing pretty good yep so pretty cool to see those guys um i didn't fare so well i ended up crashing half of the fleet that i took with me so two out of the four helicopters that i brought (laughs) i crashed one nitro and one electric Mm. uh both were on the main flight line area and both were when bob pulled out his camera to take a video so uh, I'm blaming Bob, basically mm-hmm. what I'm getting at. So neither of them were too terrible of a crash. Um, the T- the Horex took out some, some gears, obviously. You can't basically land without wiping out gears in that thing. But um, So got, that, got all the parts to fix that one up. I haven't touched it yet. Uh, the Spectre that I put in wasn't too bad. I think it was about $63 or something like that, plus blades. That's pretty good. To get that one back up in the air, so not too bad. Uh, I did go out the following Tuesday with Dave. We went out for we bombed out to the field after work one day. It was nice out, and I was working on pirouetting loops, and I was trying to do them faster and a whole lot of collective. And uh, I come around the bottom side, and it just dug, and my tail kind of kicked around a little bit, and I. I I got behind the stir and I tried to get in front of the stir again and ended up dumping it in the ground. So nice. The second Spectre went in on Tuesday, uh, just in time for my parts to show up. So the parts I ordered for the first Spectre was actually thrown on the second Spectre because it was a little bit uh, easier to fix. And then I had to order some more parts to get the first Spectre back up again. So, so question. as of right now, yes. So the pirouetting loop, what direction are you doing them? Uh, I am doing them disc out. Yep. And what would you call that? Uh, like when it's at the top of the loop coming down, it's coming towards me. Okay. And then once it comes in front of me, when it's going back up, it's going away from me. If that makes sense. No, that's funny because that's exactly how I do it too. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) Trying to keep it from left to right or right to left, like is... It's, I don't know why it's more difficult for some reason, but for some reason, doing it directly in front of myself, like right. coming, coming down towards myself and then going up and away from myself is how I do it also. Right. I don't think I've ever tried them like side in or anything like that, where it's looping, you know, from left to right. Yeah. Um, I guess I always do it towards me is because I can see whether it's, you know, going straight or if it's <laughs> right. getting out of shape. You know what I mean? It's a little easier yeah. to kind of keep track of it. But sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. They were looking good. They were looking pretty good until I dumped it in the ground. So mm. doesn't take doesn't take much to get behind that stirrer, man. No, I mean you fall asleep for a split second and you're done. Right. Yeah. And then you know the the everybody always says once you get behind it, just stop pirouetting. And I kept trying to catch up to it, and I you know fought it all the way to the ground. So right. Um, I was a little bummed. I did ruin my new yellow canopy that I just got like two weeks ago. Oh, wow. So I'm back to two orange canopies again, which is kind of a bummer, but it is what it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, since then, I've gotten both of the Spectres are fixed up. I have not gotten to the T-Rex yet. So um, the Protoss Nitro is still flying good. I got a couple more flights on it over the weekend. Um, I believe I let... Dan, I let you fly that thing too, didn't I? There's yeah, a couple you did. people that flew it. Yep. Um. Yeah, so I let a couple other people get some pulls on it and uh, didn't try tried not to fly it too much because I didn't want to beat it up just yet. So I know at the fun flies and stuff, I get carried away pretty easily. So tried to keep that one as uh, 
once in a while, Heli. Uh, but, but it was hard because it flies good. But you tandem oh, yeah, yeah. Kenny Hutton, two Protoss Nitros right next to each other in the same general vicinity of each nice. other. Nice. Yeah. Yep. So I'm I'm flying my Protoss Nitro and Kenny just shows up. I hear an engine starting behind me and I'm like, okay, whatever. Well, next thing I know, he's walking it out to the flight line. He's like, hey, going up. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. I guess we're doing this. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he comes, stands next to me. I'm like, just don't kill it, man. I just got it, you know. He's laughing. He's like, no, you're good. Just stay over there. I'll stay over here. We'll do, you know, do a tandem. And it was fun, man. If he would have asked me before the flight, there's no way in hell I would have did it. Right. So it was kind of cool just for him to show up. I had a lot of fun doing it. And I'm glad. I'm kind of glad he did do that. So then when we landed, he's like, how about that for the pro dose? <laughs> it was the pretty funny. Dose. Kenny's got, yep. yeah, the pro he's dose. got all those puns. Um. But yeah, other than that, the fun fly was was great. Everybody seemed like they had a good time. Uh, we did not do the raffles and stuff this year, obviously, because uh, we didn't want to take you know donations from companies that are not in a great spot right now. Mm. So we decided to scratch all the raffling and stuff like that. Um, and actually worked out pretty good from a event coordinator's perspective because it was a lot less work to do. It was kind of nice. You can you know chill, hang out. You don't have to worry about rounding up tickets and all that stuff. Um, so I don't know. We may just roll with that and just keep a smaller crowd and just you know do it as a a, a fun fly instead of an event and not have all the the you know special stuff as far as raffles and all that other mm. jazzed up stuff goes. Yeah. Um. So yeah, something to, we're gonna think about throughout the the next year. You know, a lot of people said that they didn't mind not having it. A lot of people said they preferred not having it because it takes, you know, an hour or two hours away from the flying time, sitting there going through all that stuff. So, um, but yeah, other than that, uh, I did have to make the decision that we are not going to make the Urcha trip this year. Um, I just think that it's not going to be worth the investment, which is kind of a bummer. A lot of people that we were going to go with are kind of in the same boat. Um. So, uh, yeah, going to have to sit it out this year. Hopefully next year it'll be uh, well, know, full, to, we can go in full force. So. Yeah, to, to go ahead, just to close it all, um, none of us on the podcast are going. So, yeah. And yeah. it's all for the same reasons, you know? Yeah. So it's yeah. just, unfortunately, it's just, it's like you say, you know, it's, it's, it's a big investment. And, mm-hmm. and, and not to say that we wouldn't have had an amazing time, but, it's just kind of one of those things where it's like, how about place the money somewhere else, you know, in the future where maybe the turnout is a little more promising. Right. You know, and um, so. So, yeah. well, I, I, I wasn't going because I thought you guys weren't going. Oh, you were going. Yeah. So, so like now that you're not going, I kind of want to go. <laughs> okay. You should go. Uh, you definitely should go. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think it's also, it's not that so much for me as it is that nobody's coming you got to think about you know you're still going to be in a pretty big group of people yeah right and you know and it could could get dicey not to mention is we could be two weeks a week out from going and you know the state could do some kind of executive order to close it down you know so I'm right. I'm waiting for that, you know, personally, because I think that could happen. It's a real thing. And because I know, like, even in Ohio, they're starting to mandate wearing masks in public. Yep. Right. Yep. 
you know. Well, for me so. personally, um, I look forward to the I look forward to the Saturday night with all the pro pilots and stuff. And I think that's not really going to be there because it seems like a lot of the pro pilots are not going to make the trip because they can't. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, I was, I was kind of on the fence and I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm just still go hang out with everybody, have fun, fly. Um, and then I, I found out through my work that actually, if I do leave the state, then I have to self quarantine. I'm not allowed to come back to work for two weeks. Mm, so, yeah. which is going to be tough. I can't, I can't make that. That's right. probably that a lot of people. Happen. So, yeah, I think a lot of people are in that same boat. And I think there's some states that are actually requiring that. Ohio does it, but my um, my corporate office is in Ohio. So all our rules and stuff go by where they're located. So kind of a bummer, but it is what it is. Yeah. Like I said, hopefully 2021 we'll be able to hit it full force. And let's hope, you know, be able to have 2020's party and 2021's party at Urcha <laughs> in one year. There you go. It's gonna be it's gonna be Good insane to the membrane. That's right. Yeah. It's sad yeah. though. Yeah. Yep, kind of a bummer, but we'll get through it. We're all in this together. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it for me, man. That's that's all I got going on. So awesome. Yep. So rewinding. Uh, the last thing on the last show was is that I was going to go out and test fly the Black Thunder. Black Thunder! And, um, you know, practice for this (laughs) F3N event that was going to happen, right? So, uh, took it out, did two shakedown flights on it, um, and the second flight I began to hear a sound and I wasn't quite sure what I was hearing at first. And, um, I landed... Uh, Josh totally called it. Uh, Josh and Ben were there and Josh called it. He's like, man, he's like, your secondary shaft is moving around. And, um, I, so we took the blades off and spun it up and, and it was just no sign of it doing that. So Ben and I were like, "Mm, I don't think that's it. And, um, so before it turned into a total disaster, I was like, well, I need to go ahead and do the full pull school, uh, figure eight, which they were horrible. But it was a one-take Jake type situation where I was like, I'm just going to do it. And this is going to be like the real me. There's, you know, I didn't practice it five or ten times before. It was just a one-time deal. And, um, and I, I thought it was kind of cool because of that. But as soon as I landed, uh, Ben turned the camera off. I fired it back off, went back up to finish the packs. And that's when disaster struck. So it basically just head speed all went away and it just fell like a rock. And, um, so we went out and picked it up, put it on the bench, started looking at it over and I had main belt motor belt, uh, shreds like string cheese all throughout the boom and coming out the tail. (laughs) Wow. And so the motor belt was completely shredded. And uh, so we're like, what in the heck is going on here? Well, as it turned out, it was a secondary shaft walking around. And uh, that bearing that's underneath the steel gear uh, on the main plate there is completely toast. And um, so that was what was making all the racket. And sometimes it's just really hard to kind of tell on a goblin because the boom just amplifies everything. And it, sometimes you don't know if it's coming from the front or the back, you know, so... Uh, we we were just unsure of what was really going on, and I just said, screw it, I'm going to send it. So it uh, 
it got sent. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, but so basically, end all is is that uh, I I was not able to go to the uh, Goldsboro F3N competition simply because I I didn't have a heli to fly at that point. And um, I was pretty bummed. I was I was pretty mad because uh, I was actually looking forward to that just to kind of see, you know, exactly like what goes on, how it operates, you know, that whole stuff, and and to kind of see if it's something I wanted to pursue. Um, but uh, while we were out there, our boy Maynard uh, John Mickler came out, and uh, he flew a couple flights on his nitro, and uh, and then he took off. But it was really awesome to see him. He's such a good dude. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, uh, because of all of that, uh, you know, my, my dad, uh, wanted to go to the F3N to watch it. And I think it was really just, he wanted to go to a fun fly just, just to get out of the house, you know, and whatever himself, you know, cause obviously they're quarantined too. And, um, but they gave me a call like a couple days later and they're like, well, why don't we just go to Dragonfly? And I was like, that's a freaking great idea. We should totally do that. So uh, we ended up going there instead. And uh, it was it was a great event. It was it was probably it was like a large RCHO event. Like it was just a lot of fun. And um, but uh, I figured since I was going there that I would totally complicate my drive time. And I started messaging Shannon and I was like, hey, man can I pick up my Kraken 580 from you, uh, you know, on the way up there? And, um, and he said, sure. He's like, stop on in, grab it, you know, whatever. And so I ended up grabbing that, going back two hours away to my parents' house <laughs> and completely doing a power build on the 580. So I had a standing airframe, uh, but I got to the part where you put the motor in and I was... I had a short shaft. What can I say? I have a short shaft. So was it, uh, <laughs> was, was your iron tired? It was tired, you know. Oh lord! Fast <laughs> uh, post, he got me. Mm. I was like ready to, to throw ready? it at him. You were there. Mm. <laughs> yep. Beat you. You know. So, uh, you know, I was feeling the uh, the tired iron and. Um, and I did as much work as I could, but I, at that point I was like, okay, well, I guess this is just not going to fly. But so I ended up, uh, you know, showing up at the event and, um, I did have the vibe 50 with me, but, uh, you know, I was more so excited about getting the, the Kraken 580 going, but, um, so Scott finally showed up when the sun was warm around 1030 and he took a look at it and, uh, he's like, we'll just go buy another motor. I was like, yeah, that's right. I should just do that. I should just buy another motor because, you know. <laughs> and then the more I sat on it, I was like, yeah, I really should go buy another motor. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I went and saw Shannon and uh, was like, hey, man, what do you got? And so he hooked me up with the motor and uh, we spent some time getting it ready. And of course, I kept Scott from his trandoms. But uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but, uh, we did get it flying and, um, but, uh, it was, it was, it was really good. I mean, I, I think it flew really well and there was so many people that flew it too, you know, 
and uh, and all of them were the same. They were like, man, this thing flies really friggin' good. Like it it flies amazing. And um, so Frank Columbia, of course, was there, and uh, you know Jason Bell, and Frank. I think he had more fun than anybody because he was desperately trying to find like a happy head speed where he could get you know upwards of four minutes per flight. <laughs> so he uh. I, I just kept charging packs and saying, here you go, Frank. Here you go. It's ready. <laughs> yeah. And he started taking off with it. And um, But I think he had a really good time. I, I did get one good flight on it. Um, there was a moment where we were kind of having some ESC issues. Uh, and, and Jason Bell actually got it figured out. So the governor started working properly. And the head speeds were, were much better at that point. And uh, I did a flight for people. I was a little nervous, not gonna, not gonna lie to you, um, but uh, I wanted to, uh, I wanted to, you know, shake Scott up a little bit, so I brought her in real close in a funnel, and uh, oh. right in front of his nose, oh, boy. and I heard him scream like a little girl, and he peed a couple drops in his underwear. Yeah. And he went... <laughs> no, it was, was more like, it was more like... So uh yeah he um he he dropped a couple drops of pee and um mm. but yeah, uh, I heard I heard you couldn't even slip a grease BB up his ass <laughs> <laughs> He was all clenched up even after his previous weekend I know right it was <laughs> like yeah <laughs> slam shut <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah it was uh it was it's an amazing heli i i really love it and i love it so much that uh i came home with two of them mike uh, wait you're breaking so you my heart pre-order two you literally bought a second one at the event i sure did you're such a baller i wish <laughs> but uh so jelly that's that's gucci right there it is gucci gucci don't even buy two yeah i yeah. literally I get- he w- he didn't even get, have. Go ahead, Scott. So when I get older, like much older, I want to be just like you. Mm. <laughs> Ooh, I think nice. that was an old man joke. I, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, you guess that? Yeah. Uh, well, he, take a genius, Scott. Like, How many did I pre-order? <laughs> one, two, three, four. Ah, just give them all, Shannon. Come yeah. on, I'll take them. And he so did sell some up? there. <laughs> yeah. So he did sell some. I think he sold a couple of them anyway. But uh, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So, backing up just a tad, uh, when I did show up, Jay let me fly his Mostro, his uh, YOS-96, and I've never flown a Mostro, and... Uh, Y-O-S? Yeah, the YOS-96. Uh, more power, baby. More power. <laughs> more power, baby. Mike, so, we thought you said Y-O-S. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Yeah. Ba-da. All right. Uh, so... I guess you could say that um, because I was, you know, flying it around and doing my thing and, and all of a sudden I was like, wow, I'm having to give more input than I did the last time. And it's not like I'm, you know, being rough with it or anything. And all of a sudden you hear this, this crowd from behind us like, it's lean, it's lean. And so I landed it and uh, the, the plug was working its way out. <laughs> oh so, no. So it, it was fine. Um, but that video did not make it to the to the interwebs, so uh, sorry. But um, but yeah, it was cool, man. It was uh, it was pretty fun to fly a nitro again, uh, like a ninety size, pretty cool. 
But um, but that day when we did show up, uh, you know, my my dad was with me, and um, and he hasn't been to a fun fly in a really long time, and so we set up beside their shed or shelter, whatever you want to call it, and uh, lo and behold, Zach Waddell showed up, and he pitted right next to us, and I I thank you, Zach, um, because. You know, Zach is an airline pilot, and of course, my dad has a huge, you know, passion for full-scale flying, so um, they got to rap about that, and uh, that was pretty awesome. So, appreciate you pitting next door to us, man. But then, in perfect fashion of uh, Scott Graham, he shows up, and um, they just blocked me and my father's tent (laughs) and just set theirs up in front of us like a bunch of douches. So, you know, um, I don't know what else to say about that. No, okay. No, we it was awesome. Um it was kind of like we had our little own little uh tent city there. So it was it was fun. But uh, it was nice to have those guys in front of us and watch what they do and and whatever else. But uh so part of the plan was is that, you know, going and watching helicopters fly is a lot of fun. Don't get me wrong, but it's 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 not always a spectator sport. You kind of want to do it, right? So we got old Skid Senior out there on the buddy box and uh, yeah so scott graham got out there and did some buddy boxing with my dad and uh yeah dude he sang your praises man he was like what a nice guy freaking that dude's awesome so <laughs> he flies uh, better than how, you do how, he flies how do you do? I do. <laughs> he didn't make you pee that's why exactly <laughs> hmm so yeah but it was it was cool i think that that really sort of helped cap the weekend off for him is that you know he got to you know, actually fly again, which was, which was really cool. So you should give him the vibe. <laughs> oh gosh. No, I don't want to give him a nitro, you know, I thought he used to do helis back in the nitro days. He did, but I don't, I don't want to do nitro because one, it's expensive. And two, it's, it's nothing but problems. You know what I mean? Or can be. So I would, yeah, but, I mean, he's, he's OG. Like he knows what he's doing. He'll be fine. Well, maybe we'll see. We'll see. So how he, was, he won't uh, burn out motors left and right like you do. He probably they'd probably be rich Ooh. as shit the whole time. <laughs> how was so. his uh, reaction to to going to a fun fly since it's been a while for him? Um, I mean, even after you know, the event was over and I was driving home, or whatever. I mean, I got a text that you know that he had had an amazing time that he was you know just really happy that he went and whatever else. So awesome. Um, yeah, he had a really good time and. uh and, you know, with all the people that we've met, you know, and stuff like that, there was always conversations going on and, you know, and stuff, whatever. But Right, right. But, yeah. So, but it was kind of funny because he was like, um, I think you might be flying a little too close. And I was like, <laughs> um, I was like, I did that on purpose. I was like, I, I love to make Scott squeamish. It's become my new hobby, side hobby. And uh, I was like, so I did it on purpose. And he was like, oh, okay. All right. <laughs> That's funny. So, but, um, oh, let's see. So, uh, what else we got? The vibe, the vibe 50. It flew for a quarter of a tank, (laughs) but to my, uh, you know, oh, whatever I'm trying to say, um, to my credit, I guess is what I'm saying. Uh, we had two nitros going off beside us. It was two 90 nitros going off beside me and, so when I put it up in the air, I was like, well, you know, it, it gets off, you know, idle to mid really good. Uh, you know, there was no hesitation. I was like, okay, this is cool. And get it up there, start kind of flying it around a little bit. And I'm like, God, it sounds lean. I'm like, man, I really feel like this sounds lean, but it wasn't gurgling. 
it just had a tone to it. And so Scott, Scott was like, he goes, no, I think you're fine. Just fly it. I'm like, okay. And then all of a sudden I was like, man, I really feel like it's lean. And all of a sudden Scott's like, yeah, I think it's lean. And so <laughs> <laughs> you act like I was paying attention. <laughs> I was hoping you were, you dick. <laughs> no, you can't handle land or something. You're like, I think it sounds lean. And I'm like, I, I only hear it when you hit hold. And I'm like, I don't know. Send it back, like, fly it yeah. again. I don't know. Sounds yeah. fine. Scott's like, Whatever. oh, she's gone. <laughs> <laughs> and then he takes it up again. No joke. We're like, that sounds bad. And it just, like, quit immediately after we said that. And I was like, yeah. oh, oh, fuck. I'm not going to lie. I'm very sorry. I was I was watching other helicopters and looking at yours <laughs> and looking around. And uh, I don't yeah. know. I think, was it Dan Murnane flying to our right? Someone was beating the hell out <laughs> yeah. of a helicopter. Yeah. And I was like, I was looking at that, getting into it. And then, like, I was looking over at yours and looking back at Dan, looking at yours, looking at Dan's, and I was not listening. Yeah, no, it's fine. Uh, but it did it did go nuclear. I mean, it was, you know, it, there's a chip off the piston, and the ring is completely shiny uh, at this point. That 456. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. Blown away with the amount of damage. Mm. <laughs> I tell you, I should make Scott pay for it. Go for it. Yeah. I, I Submit the invoice <laughs> to be finally denied. You want to sell me that motor? No, I Ooh. don't actually. Ooh, this was all a plan. It seems like I, I think so. No, I want to say it was part of his, you know, executing the uh, uh, hashtag electric twenty twenty point five. He was trying to blow my shit up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag. Kraken 580 Nitro, hashtag I need a motor. Mm. <laughs> I know you do. Hey, Kevin. I got, I got an OS55 over here, but you know. Yeah. He wants a 580 Nitro, so. Yeah, I want one with power. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, so buy Kevin's. Yeah. Uh, oh, gosh. Yeah. I'll, say, power, I'll say you 550. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, somewhere between 50 and 56. We're not sure what's left of it. There you go. Yeah. It's a, oh, it's a YS0. Yeah. It's got more displacement than John's motor. <laughs> you ever see that? No, no. No. He broke his Conrad at the event. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, you didn't wow. hear it? It was no. going, it was sounded okay. Like a little lean, and then it just went stopped immediately, and everyone's just like, "That's not good." Yeah, yeah, it's never good when it does that. Yeah, bottom of the conrod let go, and uh, yeah, stopped on a dime. Is it a YS? I don't know what it was. I think it was a one hundred five. That's right. I don't remember. Or was it a YoS? I don't know. A YoS, nice. One of those. There's it's. There's no YSOS anymore. They're all kind of the same thing. Yeah, not really. We're going to talk about that later, I think. There's the OS and there's the wannabe. Yeah, okay. <laughs> there's the one that makes smoke and the one that makes power. Mm. With no smoke for 30, what did you say, a quarter tank? Kevin? A quarter tank, yeah. <laughs> 21 foot. <laughs> right. Touche. Yes. Yeah. This thing pulls great. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. But well, at any rate, uh the 580 was a lot of fun. So I got to at least fly that for the rest of the time. Not really. I got to fly it one and a half times at the event, but but it was cool to what? see everybody else fly it. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean Frank flew it like four times, Scott flew it once, Jay flew it once, and I flew it one and a half times. Was there anybody else that flew it? I don't think so. So Damn. <laughs> but uh yeah. So, 
awesome event though. It was so much fun. Uh, I'm I'm glad that it worked out that way. Uh, no offense to Goldsboro, but uh, you know Monty showed up. Uh, he was of course there um, when uh, they had you know formally canceled the uh, F3N event, and uh, of course Cliff Lewis was there too because he was going to uh, also be in that fun fly or uh, sorry the uh, competition. Um, of course Scott and I, you know, we were planning to do that as well. Uh, so, but, so it was at least nice that, you know, even though that one did not pan out, you know, everyone still had a place to go to have a really good time. And, and we did, it was a lot of fun. So, uh, I definitely, I would like to keep that one for next year as well. So, but, uh, anyway, I, uh, I think that's wrapped wraps it up for me everybody can wake up now wait hold on we're still in your week i thought we like started the show oh, oh god is yeah. it time i was oh. ready to do hashtags <laughs> <laughs> we can if, if you, you want. want to contact us right we can. so what do we got next email listen listen we're in 41 <laughs> minutes right now normally it's an hour because you know gucci is long-winded listen so far the past couple of weeks I have been pretty short or shorter than you, you have. Did well. You're always you short, have, Gucci. I know. You but have 67 when it comes bullets in oh. your week, and you did pretty well. <laughs> mm. I tried to trim so, it down some. Oh, Lord. Don't lie to yourself. You just like to listen to yourself, too. I had to fold it in half, you know. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> no, you didn't. You said it was too short. Oh, it's tired iron. Tired, tired iron. iron. Mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, cur- I'm curious because you said you worked on it as much as you can and mm-hmm. then you just had to buy another motor so I'm curious how you can work on it to not make it short so mm. <laughs> yeah the transplant yeah. yeah yeah. add a few inches to it I'm yeah. short I had an enhancement <laughs> oh boy <laughs> did some stretches yeah <laughs> alright let's move this along the jokes are going <laughs> down the tube my lord. All right, uh, Scott. It's like this podcast. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Well, you know, it's a reason that Free Fall has as many view- or, uh, listeners as it does, you know? That's right. More people drive me out of. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go on to the next subject. The what is hot and yes. what is in the box? <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> I think you broke some blood vessels. Uh, that was like the samurai version. That God, that's passion right there, buddy. Hmm. I love it. He he had that all saved inside for you know pretty much like four weeks now. He was that was ready. so good. I think I should hear it again. <laughs> Can you do it again with the same passion? Save Always. it for Monday, Scott. Well, I want to hear it more. He's gonna pass out. <laughs> He's red in the face right now. Yeah. What is hot? All right. <laughs> What's hot? Tell Are us you guys about ready? it. Ready? All right. So, uh, thanks to our good friend Skids, he put on a quick uh, bullet on here about the Kraken 580s uh, being available in AccuRC now. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Is it available, or was it coming soon? I I think it's available, but I, in all fairness, I have not had the time to fire it off yet and actually mess with it. But it was either coming or it's already here. Pretty sure it's probably already here, though. Yeah, I I, I think so too. So that was one thing. Moving on, moving on. Let's keep it hot. Hey, Mike. 
guess what's coming to the market here soon? Hmm? Do you want to take a guess? Uh, Oxy-Nitro, finally. No. no. Really? Not We've been waiting happen. for a year. That's <laughs> like saying, like, hey, Corona is not going to be a problem, you know. Listen, by to, me. Listen to me, Mike, okay? It's <laughs> fake news. It's fake news. It's huge. Okay? Right? Huge. It's <laughs> no, so, it's tired. So, tired iron, okay? All right. <laughs> so the Kraken 580 Nitro, we finally saw Duncan Boyson. Oh, boy, song. Beat the snap. <laughs> boy, song. Yeah, right. Yeah, song. I think he added some beat, sauce on there. Beat, yeah, beat the freaking <laughs> heck out of his 580 Nitro. How about that flight? Mm, it was good. Mm-hmm. Enrico or Stefano was like, too low, too low. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Man, it was good. And it had that Nova Rossi that he's got in there. Mm. Ooh. It's a I Nova Rossi. They don't make those anymore, do they? No, but his is just fine. Flying the unicorn. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but we usually know that once they release a decent video, right, it's the, the pre-orders and releases probably pretty close, right? So I'm thinking, what do you guys think? End of uh, July, maybe? By end of July, we'll have something? Pre-order, yeah, maybe July? I say mid-August. Mid-August? I think I think people will have kits by August. You think so? Like like end of August, I can see. Yeah, that. yeah. So like he doesn't play games. Yeah, yeah. So you think pre-order probably towards the end of the month, and then shipment the following month, more or less. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. What do you guys think of the the colors? The red oh, and white. Hot. Yeah, it is Gucci. hot. I have to have one. It is hot. <laughs> I I mean I I love the colors on the electric. And I think it looks awesome, but really from watching it in the air, especially at like towards, you know, dawn or dusk, any of those like lower light, you know, I, it's I, I was blast. having issues. Yep. Yep. So wrapping up this week in SAB. <laughs> How about those new bowl uh, link pliers from Lynx? Those are cool. Ooh. I saw some. Did really? you? What do yeah. you think? Ben bought them. They're nice. They're really nice. Mm-hmm. Are they? I haven't seen them yet. I, I've been, I've been away from Facebook. Do they have the bent end or are they straight? Uh, one of them is bent slightly. Oh, okay. So queer. <laughs> They're smaller than you think, though. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you seem to have, to have that problem. Whole, we're going to start this damn podcast over. Just tw- twice you mentioned this. It. I'm just saying it's smaller. <laughs> I can't control that. <laughs> oh, you better be doing bloopers on this one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so are they, Kevin, do you remember the size of the length of them? The old. Um, or the girth, maybe? I mean, no, the not old. the girth. The, Daniel? The, length, the length of the handles. I mean, it's a good five and a quarter, Daniel. Oh, oh my God. To the extent? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Before or after the stretches? Oh, I mean, what were you using? 10 pounds to stretch it or 15 pounds? What are you are thinking? They, do they have the bent tips? <laughs> just the tip? I'm talking about the full length, not just the tip, okay? And I'm not talking about the ouch ouch on my hair, okay? Mm. I'm talking about the the handles <laughs> of the pliers. Are they as long as, long as the old fly rotor mm. pliers? Pliers. 
He looked shorter. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 But enough to grip when you're you're you know like like full palm grip. Yeah, when you're getting your balls off, you just it's perfect. What? Full palm grip. What? Oh. <laughs> yes. Oh shit. We, went, we just went there. All right. All right, Lance, so, we are sorry. Yeah, we just yeah. sold ten pairs for sure. Look at this. <laughs> These crazy Americans. They make everybody, fun of my everybody uh, who bought them just my up. Everybody who bought them just picked theirs up and went, eh. Yeah, these aren't right. They <laughs> might not have been a good choice. So, yeah. I mean, they're still cool because I know a lot of people have been asking about having a decent set of pliers. So, they that would was be. pretty cool. Yeah. Well, it's hard to find ones that don't, and, and away from all the jokes, but oh, that aren't bent at the end. Yep. Because I think what was it, JR, that made the straight ones, I think, with the green handles for a while? Yeah. And those were, I still have a pair of those. Those things are awesome. And every other one has the bent. I don't know why, for some reason, they have to bend them. Mm. I don't know. I actually prefer them small, too. I mean, they fit in my zip-up tool bag a little easier. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of a pain. I got a ProTech tool bag, you know, that I use to take out with me. And and the the old ones that I have, the Flybars rotor uh, pliers I have, they're kind of a little bit too long. But I like them because they're a lot easier to handle. So it's it's I guess you you save here to get to gain there. I guess. So you like them bigger? So. Yeah. It depends. Depends what when I'm doing. When it's small, they don't get caught in the zipper of your tool bag. <laughs> yeah, and it also depends which hole you're going to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Kraken 700 Ooh, gasser you, conversion from Carrie. How about that? Did you guys see this one coming? Yeah, it was a teaser, though. I mean, it's cool. Yeah. But yeah, I thought he was teasing at it, like, when the Kraken came out. And it's like he's just getting to it, which I get it. He's busy. He was doing other stuff. But mm. yeah, I was really hoping they'd have a gas or Kraken already. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's I really with everything going on, I'm I'm kind of I don't want to say surprised, but I'm kind of surprised that he's. He keeps going at it, right? He's not saying, okay, well, let me slow down and focus on stuff that I already designed, right? He's He just keeps, you know, designing these conversions as models come available. So it, it, it's pretty interesting to me. But, you know, if you're interested in doing converting your Kraken 700 to a gasser, I'll definitely uh, check uh, Carrie's um, websites and groups to see if... Um, when he comes out with actual conversion when he's ready. So that would be pretty cool. And let's let's get to some sad news. You guys this is not hot. This is cold, but I think it's still kinda like a, a thing good to mention, so to speak. Uh our field reporter, Sherman Martin, he probably doesn't know this yet, posted today that uh pretty much uh Hanslet is no is discontinuing all their kits. Wow. except one last batch of the TDSF. I guess they're slowly wow. trying to retire mm. the owners. Wow. And they're mm. saying that part support will continue. But, you know, it, it's one of those where, you know, they're like, you know, we'll, we'll, all we're saying is we're trying to slow down and retire, not to say that we're not going to do more in the upcoming years, but right now we're kind of just going to take it easy for some time. 
So kind of sad. Cause yeah. it, it, it's, it's a very unique, you know, it's not like goblin that has all these models coming out and they're very mainstream. They're kind of boutique, very boutique helicopters. Right. But still, I mean, anyone that bought one of those helis, the Hanslet helis, they're like, man, they're awesome. You know? So, you know, Sherman was kind of heartbroken because, you know, he did have, um, which one did he have Scott? Was it a TDSF? Yeah, I think so. it was. It was a lightweight one. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so it's it it's one of those staples, I guess. You could still call them a staple, even though they're a very boutique-type helicopter. But they were well-known in the heli community by those that have been involved for a while. So, hmm. And then the other sad, you know, or I don't want to say sad, but one thing that we saw is that Power Heli is closing up. Wow. Powerheli.com. So... It's kind of unclear if they're just closing the one online store to open another one or what kind of Gale is doing, but it sounds like there's some restructuring, something's going on with Power Heli. Okay. And as we know, Power Heli was really the aligned distributor, I guess, if correct me if I'm wrong, Scott or Kevin, but Power Heli is, is closing and they used to be heavy into aligned, but it seems like now they carry a little bit of everything. Yeah, they were. Originally, they were aligned trexstore.com, right. and then they created Power Heli, I think, what, last year, maybe? Mm-hmm. So that they can offer some other brands, um, like XL. I think they became the main distributor for XL for a little while. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and they had they were selling the OMP product as well. So, Yeah, Alex Rose's predictions really killing our hobby, I tell you. Mm. <laughs> it's not good, man. <laughs> Yeah, and then it sounds like, what, VTX Blades? It's not that they're kind of going out, but they're kind of, with everything going Scaling on with the back corona. or something? I mean, I, listen, I tried to reach out to someone to get information for tonight, uh, but I didn't yeah. get a return email. Um, but, yeah, that, that kind of came as a real surprise when Alex, you know, popped that up, and I didn't know where it came from. So, do you guys have an idea of why he came to that conclusion, other than things being out of stock, of course? But well, I think I think Mikado USA completely removed the products from their website, is what I heard. Oh, right. yeah. oh really? Oh, wow. Yeah, they're not just marked out of stock; they're completely removed. Oh, did so. you see the response though? Yeah, I did, so I did not. So what yeah, they were saying is, due to Corona, and they we are not having any shipments coming in so they're like rather than have them on the website you know and all the people placing orders right now they're kind of they took everything off until they're able to come back with a shipment and they have dates and everything else okay so it's not like you're done then all right and and keep in mind too that the vtx brand really belongs from what i understand it belongs to mikado usa right scott it's not necessarily a mikado deutschland brand per se i don't know if it belongs to them i know they're the distributor for the u.s for them i don't yeah. know if they own it yeah yeah but either way it's it, it seems like it was done just to because they don't have any stock and they don't anticipate having any stock for a little bit of time i'm glad you, you dug know? that up because that was what i was trying to find out because i know there's a lot of people that chimed mm-hmm. in on that thread and uh i was like man i'd really like to have some kind of information for him so Sounds like was you that, definitely yeah. got it covered. There's still hope, it sounds like. Yeah. 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 Was that correct, Scott? Because that's what I was reading, and, it, and some people contacted Brian at Mikado USA, and that's kind of the response it sounded like they got from Brian. Yeah, that's what I read, too. Okay. 
So still, you know, there's, it's very fragile, I guess we could call it. So right now, the best that you could do is do your best to support the, the, the shops that, you know, you can support. So, um, you know, just keep buying product and, and fly helis. You know, you might not be able to go to a fun fly. It doesn't mean you can't build a heli and go to your local club by yourself and fly. That's right. so the, keep flying. Local, support your, your uh, online and local hobby stores. So go out and smash up your stuff at least <laughs> once a week. We need it. Just like yard sale. Yep. Uh, so that's, that's kind of all I have. Some good news, some bad all right. news. All right. Scott. All right. So, yeah. Anything else? What we got for or, full pool school, man? It's been a couple man. weeks for you, so... Yeah, I mean, uh, all snow has been the normal two weeks. We recorded during the the last fun fly, uh, but no one really did it. I mean, I guess the only two people that did it were Galley Flyer and Andrew Locks, right. and then me. I, I mean, that doesn't count, though, but <laughs> so three people did it. Yeah, I don't know if hmm. uh, if it was just not interesting or if people don't want to do it in different orientations. So. What we were kind of doing was last time at the um, Dragonfly, I was talking to some people that said, you know, they didn't even want to try it because they know they couldn't get all the way through it. Uh, and then we were saying, well, just post what you can do. So if you can do, you know, skids left and a rainbow and skids in and that's it or vice versa, just do what you can and post a video of that and keep working on it. Like it, it doesn't need to be the full thing if you want to try it, <clears throat> you know? Yeah, I mean, do you think that it's possible that it's moving too fast? I don't know. Like, I was trying to cover orientations as, like, the first thing before we move into any kind of maneuver. Yeah. So, I don't know really what to do. Do you guys think we should try and break it down more or just take it as it is and the basics are done and move on to, you know, like TikToks? We'll do TikToks this week kind of thing. I'll tell you you what. Why don't you guys that listen to the show... Why don't you uh, why don't you email us? Let us know what you think. It's something that we definitely would like to not you know discontinue. We'd like to keep it going um, because it's you know it's keeping everybody active and and participating. So I'd hate to see it go away. But if you're somebody who decided that you know you didn't want to do it, then you know um, tell us why. Give us give us some insight on on what would make it better. So yeah. So, so I, but, I did get some feedback from people. Okay. Uh, okay. And the feedback that I got was that um, that we might be going a little bit too fast, too quick. And I think it's kind of a lot of people are getting intimidated because I think a lot of people that are interested in doing that are are in the um, I don't know they 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 don't feel confident in their flying skills, so they want to be able to maybe get warmed up on like the easy stuff. Hmm. And, you know, like, if they, I guess that they, the image that they had in their head was, you know, this week is, you know, like we did the, the hover orientations. And then I think they were expecting from there to maybe go to like circles and then circuits and then, you know what I mean? And then kind of get into, but when we went into rainbows and stuff like that, I think we might be getting a little bit mm-hmm. out of realm. And that's, you know, feedback I got from a couple people on it. So, yeah. Okay. Cool. So maybe some restructure in it. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, so, definitely curious to see what people think. So the other thing, Scott, too, like I went with every intention, for example, this past weekend to go do it. 
Mm-hmm. Then I got out there, and this is just me kind of just giving you what I went with every station to do it. Then my motor didn't start. I'm like, well, I got to go home. The next day, I went back out there. I'm like, <laughs> if, if, if I get this motor to run, I'm going to do it. If motor didn't run, I had to go back home. So for me, it was like, <laughs> It was like a timing, and then like the third day I went out there, my motor ran. Guess what I did? I flew. I did rainbows, but I didn't put my camera on my head to do it. Right. Oh, so man. So I don't mm. think necessarily that people are not doing it. I think some people might do it, and they probably have that same thing where like they don't feel comfortable. They don't put the camera. They might not have a cameraman. They might not have somebody with them to go That's do true. it either. Yeah. So I don't. I don't want it to. To. I want to bring it out that it could be that, you know, people are using it. They just not giving us the feedback of through the video. Right. So maybe not even post a video or just say like, yeah, I tried it. This is what I'm having issues with. Yeah. And right? then we can try and like maybe give them pointers or try and help. Cause we yeah. really weren't doing pointers and stuff for orientations because you know, it's, it really just comes down to practice to be completely honest for that. There's no, trick or tip for learning to fly a helicopter a certain direction really i mean i guess there is you can like ease into it a little bit like in your comfortable orientation and like push yourself degree to by degree until you get the orientation you want but other than that though it really is just time yeah so we were really kind of waiting for the maneuvers per se before we start giving individual tips for certain sections of, of maneuvers yeah right well and to try and learn all eight orientations you know in a two-week span you know that's that's a lot yeah yeah so why don't we do something simple this week why don't we do like a nose in funnel kind of thing not inverted upright so it's just literally like turning in a circle with your nose leading kind of thing yeah let's do that let me ask you this yeah let's back up just a tad so let's go back to the first orientations where we had them doing the eight orientations of hovering, right? Yes. Yep. If they've been practicing that, then why don't we have them do slow pirouettes of that as opposed to a funnel? All right. You know what I'll I mean? Down for I like that. That. So what did we do? We did a, we kept it over one spot. So do we want to pirouette and move it like in a shape, like Curtis Youngblood tease or something or no, make a bust? I- or just hold I it in place say, and pirouette. No, I think that would be the I next time. I would say try to hold it in one spot. Yeah. Okay. Pirouette and try to keep it in a box or try to keep it in a circle or over a cone or something like that, I think would be. Yeah. And then okay. the okay. next time. A great then, next step. Yeah. Then the next one, have them move it around, you know. All right. Let's do but that. But have then. them also maybe, let's say, have them choose their most comfortable orientation. You know, yeah. Instead of doing both ways. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. there's some guys that aren't even going inverted. So. You know. Right. And, and s- slow, slow pirouettes, like one pirouette every 30 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Just okay. keep it nice and slow. All cool. right. We'll give it a whirl. We'll see, uh, see how many people partake. Well, thanks to all who have participated. So, yep. So yeah. But, appreciate but feedback, like Kevin said, like if you guys have tried it, you just haven't posted a video, give us some feedback of are we going, you know, are we going through too fast or too slow or, what is your specific situation so we could gauge what's going on here with the response we're not getting? Right. Yeah. So, sounds good. All right. You guys got anything else to add? No, I think we're good. All right. This will be the episode I crash. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> we talk about like scaling it back a little bit. Just it's going to go right into the ground. <laughs> oh, gosh. You need a 580. 
Oh, Lord. All right. Well, let's take a short break and we'll be right back. Hey, everyone. Since my return to the hobby, I was in pursuit for the best flying helis on the market. SAB Goblin has grown exponentially in popularity over the years, so it seemed only fitting that I try a Goblin. After owning a few now, I always shop where customer service is top-notch, bkhobbies.com. BK Hobbies carries SAB Goblin, BK Servos, Switchblades, and other various electronics. Not to mention, Bert and Kyle have years in the hobby as competition pilots and are both ambassadors of the hobby. So why would you shop anywhere else? bkhobbies.com All right, welcome back, everybody. We have two very special guests with us tonight. And, uh, of course, the hot topic this evening is the power tune. More power, baby. And uh, we wanted to bring Gregor and Jay, Jay Treadway and Gregor McGrath on to talk about the power tune kit that you can now buy. So welcome aboard, you guys. Hey, Kevin. Thanks for having us, man. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, first things first, I know that uh, Gregor did a get-to-know with us on a previous episode, but uh, let's find out who Jay is. How did uh, Jay get into the hobby? Cool. it's a good question. Uh, so, I got in back in 2017, um, met the RCHO crew out there, started flying with uh, Lincoln, uh, Chris, and Rick, Rick Stowers, hmm. which you know, guys yep. may or may not know them, um, but... They're actually the ones that kind of got me started in the hobby. And uh, my first helicopter was a 700E, T-Rex 700E. Wow. Nice. So uh, how did you end up uh, finding such a huge passion for Nitro? How did that come into play? Um, flying with those guys, I mean, they, they're they hardcore Nitro enthusiasts. So I kind of <laughs> just watching them, it was like, I got to have a Nitro after a while. And so uh, the first Nitro I purchased was a 700N. So I had the twins. Wow. <laughs> Well, very cool. So, of course, that led into the uh, the Power Tune kit, and um, you know, obviously that that started uh, elsewhere. It, it it was something that was floating around that you ended up uh, getting a, a hold of, and uh, you sort of added on to that. So, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Awesome. So, uh, let's see. John Allen was at RCHO. I'm sure if you guys probably know John Allen, the name uh, Tom Shin. Uh, they were out at RCHO, and John said, "Hey, man, we found this. Uh, we're going to try and run OS carbs on our YS motors." Now, let me back up just a little bit. I had just gotten into YS motors. I'd been flying Nitro for about a year and a half, and in the first year, I was running an OS91 motor, which, as you guys know, is, is not the most powerful motor, but it taught me a lot of collective management. It was a lot of fun to fly, um, and it ran great. Never had any issues with it. So I had switched over to YS, wanted to try that, and the power was just incredible. I actually had Scott Graham's help with a, um, he had gotten me a, a Tim Jones motor as my first YS motor, and that thing just absolutely ripped it was amazing um but you know true ys uh, it was actually lincoln uh, everhard was uh flying the model out at rcho and it just uh, he was doing tiktoks and and that was it it was done so <laughs> you know that's uh, that's kind of what happens but so at that point that started the, the ys where i you know bought another motor tried tuning it again and went through about six motors in five months 
Oh, wow. And uh, I even remember like at Extravaganza last year, um, went through three motors in that event. Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I mean, Scott Graham's there, Tom Shin's there, Daniel Mernay's there. They're all helping me. I was having some fuel delivery issues with the tank, but I'm replacing tanks. Went through two tanks at that that fun fly. Uh, just just a lot of issues with the YS motor. Uh, and even after that, I continued to have uh, issues. And so I kind of had a really bad experience, but I did notice that there was an incredible amount of power with the YS motor. So I really, really wanted to get into that uh, and get one running. And John Allen had a similar experience as mine. But uh, he, so this idea of putting an OS carb, which I had had an OS motor before, ran great, never had any issues. OS carb on a YS motor was was very intriguing. Um, and he turns me on to this guy from Texas. I call the guy up. I get two of these adapters sent to my house. And when they, they arrive and I go to fit them on my motor, they were next to horrible. <laughs> I mean, mm. nothing fit right. So it turned into modding the motor, cutting the case. Uh, you know, everything had to be trimmed and fit. Uh, yeah, even had to take the adapter plate and trim it and fit it. And nothing really fit great. And uh, we're, we're, we're using, you know, just different materials just to try and make this work. Um, it, it did work. And what we've, it was, it was kind of neat. And it actually ran. The motor ran. But we still had air leak issues and stuff like that. So um, John says, and this is where he comes up. He says, dude, we got to find somebody to make us these adapter plates. And I'm right. like, yeah. You know, and I posted up on on Facebook, and I believe it was you, Kevin, that said, "Hey, you need to talk to Gregor McGrath." There you go. Yep. And sure enough, I hit up Gregor, and um, Gregor is just—he's an amazing guy to talk to. <laughs> and it was just—we hit it off as a friendship right off the gate. And uh, I think with the first time we talked, Gregor, we we, we sat there on the phone for like two hours. At <laughs> and I'm at work. <laughs> yeah, I was too. Yeah, it was a long time, long conversation. <laughs> Austin so. talked, talked, and had a really great uh, talk, and you know, and then thus started the uh, this thing. And it started out as just uh, Gregor and I. I was talking to him, wanting him to make us, me, John, and Tom, a couple of plates. We just wanted plates for ourselves. We weren't thinking of this as being right. uh, something that could ever be marketed or or sold to the public, you know, right. and that, that's where it got started. But what we had found was the results were so incredible that it was like, dude, we've got a gold mine on our hands. And, um, you know, it was just it was just a lot of fun along the way. Very cool. So, um, I guess what makes the power tune kit better than that original, uh, version that you guys got your hands on from Texas? Uh, so the new kit that Gregor, well, let me back up and talk about the team for just a second. So Mm -hmm. I put together a quick team of Tom Shin, John Allen and, and Sherman Martin. Uh, these, these guys were the guys that were testing with us and, um, Gregor would, he'd make us an adapter plate and he'd send it to us uh, enough for all of us. And then, so I'd send them to them and we would test them, you know, and, and then we'd give him feedback and he would go and make adjustments and then send us another one, you know? And so the, they started out not as not to what they are today, but now it is uh, it's a simple bolt on. There's no modifications needed to the motor, no modifications needed to the uh, either plate uh, I mean, you bolt that sucker on, you stick your carb on there, and you fucking send it. 
Nice. That's right. Yeah. I, you know, I, I think one of the biggest things too, and we, we got uh, to talking about all this was that, you know, anytime that you have something that's, that's quite frankly, a modification and it's blending, you know, two different brands together, uh, it, it's a, it's a delicate topic in itself. But, but the biggest thing is, is, you know, when you hear about something like this, you're like, okay, what do I got to grind? That's crazy. You know what I mean? And so, you know, we're, uh, when the, the talk started going around about, okay, this is, you know, uh, people may like this though. I mean, the results were so positive, um, you know, with these guys, I mean, I, I, I gotta, I gotta redirect this just, just a little bit. I mean, this, this blend of guys, you know, uh, cause I'll be, be honest. I was, I was skeptical. I was very, very skeptical in the beginning. And, um, and I, and I, I was, I was very leery, but, the more I started seeing, we created this group tech, this group chat on Facebook. And the more I started seeing these guys, the, the, the level of expertise, you know, that they all brought to the table with different things, um, made as, as a whole, a, a very, um, passionate experience uh to to witness that it drew me in and uh there'd be nights where we'd be up i like uh, you know <laughs> i can't even tell you like i'd be up till midnight one o'clock on the west coast and these guys you know they're they're all three hours ahead of me and um we we'd finally you know i'd finally you know hit the hay and uh I'd get up the next morning and they're already at it. And it's like, you know, I get up at, you know, five 30 in the morning and they're, they're already at it again, you know? And, uh, I'm just blown away. I was just blown away. So anyways, just, um, you know, as it started, you know, that the being so passionate, uh, one of the, one of the things that was so important to me was, uh, you know, that we were focusing so much on the adapters, uh, and then there you have your back plate as well. That didn't really, you know, there's not a whole lot of crazy, you're just blocking off the regulator essentially. Um, um, the, uh, you know, there's, we're focused on this plate or the, and the, and the, and the adapter, but you know, I'm like, okay, so how are we going to attach this? How are we going to seal it? It's like, well, you can just RTB it and all this stuff. And we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, when you think about it, if for us, that would be fine, you know, us is in the, you know, the crew that's, that's making this, but that's not going to fly in, in the real world if you're trying to market this. Right. And, and the reason that we felt passionate about marketing, it was because of the results were, they were just there. It was pretty cool. And, and, and everybody knows, you know, uh, uh, well, at least, uh, the, the, the old schoolers know that, you know, YS was, I, that was, that was me. That was my heart. Every helicopter I had, I know how to tune a YS. I mean, there's, you know, there's no problem there with tuning, but, but to, to see the results with this, uh, made me a believer. And so anyway, we, you know, it went from the gaskets to the, I mean, you know, the, the, the bolts and the type of bolts. And I mean, there was just a lot going on with it, you know? So, um, just to see the level of attention that these guys were, were throwing, you know, at, um, you know, and then, and then with my two cents as well, it was just, it was just awesome. It was brilliant. It was, it was, you know, is 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 odd and as controversial as this is, it was, it was really brilliant the way it went together. And, and Kevin, you know, as well as anyone, uh, you know, I've been, you know, I've been in this hobby for a long time and, and I've, and I've been part of and seen a lot of failures and seen a lot of this and that's and, oh, yeah. and, 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 and just the way this went together was brilliant. It was neat. It was really, it's, it was a fun project for sure. Very cool. So. How many flying revisions did you guys have while you were testing it? You know, you know yeah, go ahead. Sorry about that. I believe we had three. The, the, this is the third one that is out. 
Okay. And what kind of stuff were you guys changing? Were you like tweaking the distance between the carb and the, the crank or, or just like taking care of leak issues or fitment issues or what? It started out, you know, getting, uh, you know, yes, leak issues was one, but the, the big one was the placement of the carb. Mm-hmm. The, the uh, I'm not sure what you call that hole that goes into the crank, but 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 you know that the and throat. Then, it's basically the throat of the engine, carburetor throat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That throat, and then the uh, the size of the plate, and um, for we spent a lot of time trying to figure out a way to get an angle at it, so we could get like a 15 to 30 degree angle uh, to angle out the carb because you had to mod. If you're running the 120 motor with the SRX head, you had to mod the head of the motor to fit the carb on. And trying to make this a bolt-on experience to where it, any motor, you could just bolt it on. But the problem was that no matter what we, what Gregor did, and we, all, we, all, we tried a bunch of different ideas, um, it would make the, make the plate so big that you would no longer be able to fit that into certain model helicopters. Like I know one was I had the Kraken sitting there, so I would use the Kraken as my test and he'd give me a measurement or something and i'd pull yep that's not gonna work <laughs> you know right. that's not gonna fit not gonna fit into black nitro so that's and that's gonna be a huge market right there because got a bunch of black nitro guys that would love this motor but if you know if the carb plate doesn't fit then that's not gonna do so we ended up uh right gregor finally i'm gonna let him kick in on that because he, he finally came up with this look uh you know we fly in multiple orientations the carb is never level at any given time so why does it really matter (laughs) and and you can kick that around and around and around you know what i mean i mean you you definitely kick that around um but yeah that that was my big thing it's like yeah we we fly in so many different orientations you know it's it's not that uh i I just didn't feel it was that important to well i just it's not that it wasn't that important because i mean i i think it would be great you know and and i mean you're you know the delivery angle would be fantastic but you know you 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 start running into you know um in some of the models i was playing with um you you would see the 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 neck of the carburetor um you know where basically the uh all the air comes right in i mean you're now it's angling but it was sticking so far up because you're you're you know over a quarter inch you know like three eighths roughly of an inch uh you know further you know the the carburetor is essentially like three eighths further up and then you're trying to 45 that so now you're pulling that whole carburetor you know out of the shroud or in some models it was way up into the shroud and you're going to have to grind and chew the shroud away i mean there was just so many so many drawbacks depending on the model that you had and then especially with the sab stuff um it was just you know or the or the or the uh or the results worth you know what I'm saying? Like it, it was, uh, it was just okay. I think the biggest issue uh, for keeping it flat is that you know it's the fitment with the you know the YS uh, 120, uh, the later model versions. You know um, that was like the basic, the basically the biggest issue right there. You know, okay. so um, yeah, that's that's kind of what we kept it there. And again, like uh, like he stated, um, the uh, like uh, Jay stated the uh, the uh, um sorry my i got distracted so i lost my train of thought <laughs> i apologize my wife poked her head in real quick but but yeah it just wasn't worth the results man it, it was to keep the carburetor uh in line with the you know with the cylinder it was basically kind of a must you know for fitment reasons 
before you move on, I got what kind of results did you get with the 120 engine? Because I know that engine's kind of notorious for having you know heat issues. People yeah. say it's because of the the case, the fact it's bored out. There's not enough material there to dissipate the heat. Do you guys notice a difference now that you're running this carb on that motor? Yeah, you know, I, I, I would love to. I would love to start with my results on this because um, I know they did a bunch of results. But at the end of the day, I was still um, until I was able to run it and stuff. I mean, it was great. And I was, you know, I'm telling you, I was listening to the engines that Sherman and Tom and Jay and I'm, and you could hear a difference and they were all running a different carburetor on a different day or this. I mean, these, the testing was incredible, but I wanted to take uh, my 120 that um, I, I had a stack of 120s. I had received this 120 from Richard Verano, uh, YS, and uh, we were at Urcha, and he walked up to me. He kept telling me he, he was gonna he was gonna get me a YS when I met him at Urcha. Um, you know, not met him, but you know, when we linked up at Urcha, and the YS was still very much proto, you know, in the latter stages of the prototype series. And this 120 had been phenomenal for me, and I know this engine very, very well. And, uh, you know, just the vibrations that this engine, so this was a good test for me because, you know, it has the old crank in it, one of the original cranks that wasn't as well balanced. And, <laughs> excuse me, and just at idle, you could see with a standard MAOS, you know, pickup or clunk in the tank, you can literally see in those in that little uh, that's a short little um, uh, bypass tube from the regular to the uh, to the uh, riser plate on the stock OS system. You could see bubbles in that, right? So Ooh. the engines, oh, wow. the, just the vibration alone, you could see bubbles from the you know created you know from the regulator, and they would minimize when you ran a bladder tank. So so, anyways, um, that contributed a lot to uh to the engine's issues of you know as you mentioned scott that you know they would heat soak very easily right so so you have an engine that um it's got a thin cylinder wall and um you know and the case isn't as thick as it could be you know and things like that so so yes perfect test for me i stuck stuck the protune on it um and uh the results were awesome and, and here's here's the funny part I was literally flying the shit out of this thing and um, I could not heat soak it. And I'm just, mm. you know, I was blown away. And um, I, I'm a little disappointed because uh, this carburetor, I was trying to get it out and I, I uh, get it out of the old 105. And I, when I did that, I damaged the insulator. So I bought a new insulator. So this is the funny part. In my testing, I, 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 it, it, whenever I would drop to you know hit throttle hold and i'd auto it in and i and the carb it would go lean all of a sudden ring ding 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 and then it would idle right and uh and then i'm like okay something's up here and i look and my carburetors turn sideways and i'm like oh shit did i forgot my pinch bolt and i had flown it several times and i was messing with the tuning but it the carburetor had stayed straight until this particular time i landed that the carburetor was twisted so i tightened it up go out there, fly. It was awesome. And all of a sudden you could hear it. Um, it would not go lean, but you could hear, I could hear the, um, the gurgling of air. And I, I don't know if, you, if you're a nitro guy and you're, you'll, you know what I'm talking about. There's a little bit of, uh, it's almost like when you're, when your clunk line is starting, like if you have a tear in it, your the engine will make a little bit of a different sound because it'll, it'll get air bubbles in the line. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And, and, and y y you'll hear that sound. 
and it, but I, my fuel system I knew was perfect. And uh, so at the end of the day, what was happening was my insulator, my carburetor was actually pulling out of the insulator, but my insulator was freaking locked in there, right? In the, in the uh, power tune kit, it, it, extremely locked in. But so I had to epoxy the uh the insulator the new insulator that i bought because it didn't fit it doesn't fit tight i tried it i you know uh was it over the weekend i tried it on several different carburetors that i had and i'm like this insulator that the two new insulators that i have fit super loose on the on my carburetors every carburetor so i'm like well shit the only way to fix that is is you know is to epoxy it in there um and then stick it back into the the power tune adapter and lock it down and so it was what my point is is that i was having those air leaks and it was still running phenomenal and scott i could not he soaked it and i was keeping it i was keeping that disc loaded the entire freaking time That's it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. So it was it was running it was running awesome, man. I can't I cannot deny that. It was it was running good. And and I'm a like I said, man, I'm an OS guy and and uh or a YS guy, excuse me. Shit, that was bad. Um flip <laughs> 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 much. I, right, right. Yeah, I was staring at this OS, this OS uh carburetor sitting here. But um at any rate, man, it uh I, you know, I left, I called my buddy that uh, used to travel with me all the time. And I'm like, dude, you're not going to believe this. It runs phenomenal. And, you know, this 120, we'll get into that later in some of our other questions. But this 120, um, I had a lot of history with this thing. And it had a fresh rebuild on it um, right before our big four-month adventure with A-Main. Um, I had sent, sent quite a few engines to Richard Verano at YS. And I just didn't have a lot of time. And he goes, yeah, I'll go through them for you. You send them to me. I'll get them back to you within a week. And then he did that, you know. And um, after that, I ended up having some issues. And uh, we'll get into that later um, on some of these other questions. But, yeah, so it was truly remarkable to get this back in the air and yeah, enjoy nice. it for one. Real quick, let me kick in and talk about uh, Sherman and uh, Tom. So both, I did not have the chance myself personally to test the 120, but Sherman Martin did, and I was there with him in, in Virginia. We went to Virginia together, met, met up in Virginia to test his 120, and then there with Tom as well. Uh, Tom, Tom was the first one. He had great luck with it. Uh, I mean, just ran great. But Tom, he's an incredible, smart guy. I mean, I knew he wasn't going to have any problems. Um, he had done some small modifications to his motor, and it just it ran phenomenal and so I, I completely expected that but then sherman wanted to do it and he went and bought a new ys120 um from rc japan now um just the name sherman martin if you know sherman you'll know <laughs> is the epitome of the term mo power <laughs> mo I mean, head speed <laughs> mo head yeah all of it, all of it. everything too so he he gets this motor and um i was thinking he was just going to do stock 120 and, and and stick the carb on there but no 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 not not sherman oh no he pulls out you know he pulls out the big guns and starts cutting on his motor to uh he, he wants to mod it out and and i'm all about motor modding. i mean you guys know that i've started doing that recently and have had some good luck with it but um i'm very careful about what i mod in the motor i mean sherman he just pulls out a die grinder and goes to work 
<laughs> He's cutting everything. I'm like, oh my God, this motor's never going to run. But uh, sure enough, I mean, it ran and didn't just run. It ran great. Um, he wasn't, uh, he, he didn't have bad luck at all. I mean, he, it was a little odd at first because it wouldn't start. But I think that was actually due to the, uh, it was due to the regulator. He bought a brand new carb and I think the regulator was sticking. He took his reg apart and then all of a sudden it started running. So, nice. um, yeah, but it, it just ran like a raped ape, man. It was awesome. So, very cool. So, with all of this, uh, who is this for and why? Awesome. Great so, question. this this kit is for everyone. It's for everyone that wants to fly a YS. Um, you know, and it's it's kind of funny because I, I I've kind of heard a stigma towards the power tune as being. Uh, it's a kit for someone who sucks at tuning OS and you Why know, I, yes. So, and, and apologize, but it's, and I don't believe that. I, I, I think what the OS carb does on the YS motor makes the YS run better. Okay. You know, it starts better. It, it idles better. The, the motor runs smoother. Um, the power is still the power. I wouldn't say it gives it more power because, um, it really is just the YS motors are so powerful in the first place, but the, you know, the throttle transitions from uh, the mid to the high needle are, are, are better. Uh, mid range tuning is easier. Um, you know, and I've even found myself, cause one of the tests we were trying to do was how, how lean can we run a motor now? Cause YS is known for, uh, you know, if you go one click to destruction, you know, you got 0.01 seconds, <laughs> right. To get sure. Down, it's gonna pop. Well, I mean, no, I, no, I, I cut you off real quick because, and this is what I mean by these guys in their testing was absolutely freaking ri- ridiculous. I mean, they were literally like, "We're gonna grenade motors today. This is what we're doing." You know what I'm saying? In their testing, <laughs> I mean, that was weak. Because, because another one of these things was, you know, one of the big things for me was like, look this kit it is you don't just go here's an adapter try it out it's fun you know you, you your gaskets you need to make sure all the o-rings and everything fits tight and you need to make sure that you know how well is the this going to the height of the 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 adapter itself versus the linkage for the helicopters that are on the market we need to you know there, there was all kinds of stuff that went behind it as well as needle settings and different engines different carburetors i mean i, I had to step in and throw that out there i mean these guys they tried everything and and yeah so go ahead with your engine blow up day this was it was hilarious so one of the tests we were running was how how lean can we run the motor and how long you know and and we did that and i ran whole flights lean and the motors never popped and i'm not saying you couldn't pop it you probably could but when i came down i took the motor apart and we found that you know the ring was starting to degrade so yes had replaced the ring but it did not the, the piston was fine the head was fine the motor was fine and that was something that i had never in yet experienced with a ys motor as soon as the motor goes lean i mean you're in trouble <laughs> right, right so that was kind of interesting so back you know back at the question is just uh, i think this this kit is for anyone that wants to run a ys motor um and wants that os experience with it yeah I, i'd like to add a little bit too it, it's it's uh you know the you know there is that uh, i know because just locally even uh, and i've had a lot of people inbox me they, they, they're like man you know i got this ys it was just too complicated for me i didn't have a lot of people that were around me i've i've been successful with os engines and uh, do you think i could, would this help 
could I run my YS engine again? And, and do you think I would be able to tune it like my OS, my OS? And I'm like, absolutely. This, you know, this, this would definitely, um, you know, be, this would be for you. And, you know, I mean, I think that's the epitome of it too. This would be great for somebody, um, you know, with a, uh, you know, with a limited tuning experience. So it would help them. So yes, this, this will make it easier for those that don't know how to tune um, or that have limited experience that may have a YS they gave up on, Um, you know, and then, and then the other side of it too, for people who it's for um, and, and uh, you know, like I know how to tune a YS engine, but when I came back into all this, I pulled out my YS engine, this 120, my tried and true, and uh, pulled it out of a box. There wasn't a speck, a speck of rust on it or anything. And uh, it would run one flight, and then it wouldn't run no matter how many times I would try to start it, playing with the regulator, this, that, and the other. I had the list of parts that Richard went through this and changed. Uh, there was some regulator stuff, he, you know, uh, all kinds of stuff he went through. I could not get this engine to run. I could not get it to run. I ended up buying different regulators or diaphragms, regulator housings. I put, I swapped out the carburetors, uh, the riser plates. I started swapping out shit that, um, that didn't even make sense to swap out. And I could not get my 120 to run. I was getting, I was, I was defeated like straight up. And you know, my buddy, Sean locally, we had been helping him. A bunch of us started helping him with this 120. And for almost a year, he was just plagued. I mean, he went to changing the piston, the ring. He changed the sleeve. And I'm, I'm telling him, Sean, that's not your issue. He goes, dude, it's, I've got, I, I missed the power. I've got to get this engine just out of the blue one day. It wouldn't, it would just shut off. The, the moment it would come up off, you know, off the, you know, idle, he would get it up into the air and it would just shut off. The second it would lift off the ground, it would just shut off. There was nothing we could do. I go over the, the regulator adjustments, maybe the screws chain, you know, turned just a little bit because I noticed that a little bit of the sealant that blocks the regulator adjuster off of there or had fallen off of there. I mean, I mean, we went over everything and he could not get it to run. And he picked up one of these kits from us and that afternoon he was like dude and he was blown away he came out <laughs> awesome. telling me that yeah he came at me telling me he's like dude this thing has never made this kind of power and i'm like you know i'm, I'm sure you, you just you've been running the os for a minute you know a buddy of him loaned him a buddy of ours loaned him a os 91 hcr because that's that's all they had but he wanted to fly nitro so i'm sure that probably had something to do with it you know that uh have been flying that 91 hcr and then back to the ys you know so but but it it does make a ton of power but but those are the kind of people that it's for where you know they struggle with their ys engine um where it ran and then it didn't and you know and and i will say you know uh i mean blatantly that the quality of the YS has, has changed dramatically for the worst. And, you know, those that may have an original YS engine probably won't see those problems that some of the later model YS engines have, you know, um, it's, it's incredible what a difference, uh, the engines from yesterday to today are from YS and it's, it's sad, but, and I don't know what the reason for that is, but, um, the quality has definitely changed. That's interesting. So funny that you said that Gregor, but, so I was actually messing around with a 91 3DS this past weekend, right? Mm-hmm. So I finally figured out every time I put it into a hover, when it got to hover, it would go lean, right? So I'm like, uh-huh. what's going on? Finally, Tom Shim 
kind of guiding me. He's like, that's the check valve. I'm like, fine. Right. I've never had a check valve issue with OS. I'll cha- I changed that. And it's still like, it, it just, it didn't want to run. And I'm like, I'm like two and a half turns out on a needles on this 3DS. I'm like, wow. it's just, it, you know, it, it's just, that's what I used on the 96, you know, with all the input that I got from everybody. Mm-hmm. So I'm messing with it. It still doesn't really want to go to hover. It's just spitting. I'm noticing it's spitting a tremendous amount of fuel. I'm like, man, it's super rich. So it don't mm-hmm. I mean, let, let me go to what the manual says, the 1.75 turns, right? Right. This is a 3DS, so the older generation. I put it at 1.75, that thing hovered like a dream. Right. You know, so there's definitely a difference, I think, between, you know, either they didn't change the manual, they didn't want to, YS didn't care to make adjustments to what they guided people to do. Maybe they don't have a clue. They just created this big power, you know, like the 96 SRX Mm -hmm. um, without really doing the testing and really sitting down and and, and maybe even redesigning the the fuel delivery. Yeah, right, right. Because now the regulator on the YS, the, the, if you're running the regular YS regulator, it's also it's getting some pressure off the crank, right? Directly right. to a regulator. Mm-hmm. Where does the OS do that? No. It doesn't, right? No. It doesn't. no. And that might be why, why the YS is so much more you know, tweaky where one click could really, you know, blow up everything. It'd be it's devastating, just, yeah. It'd be devastating because it's, everything is so interlocked that, you know, once you go lean, you know, there's no like backup, so to speak, or leeway in the right. fuel delivery system. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, the idea behind it, I mean, throttle body fuel injection, I mean, or, or press, you know, the pressurized fuel injection, I mean, it's, 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 it's amazing. It's, they've got a great theory behind it, but I think the, uh, you know, and then anytime you start, you start, you know, decreasing the, the thickness of the cylinder wall and, and then you're changing port timing, you know, and then we put, you know, high performance pipes on it. We're just narrowing that tuning window, you know, and, and it just adds to the, you know, how, how the, the room for error just, just, I mean, it's marginal. I mean, it, it, there's, there's nothing there, you know, and uh, a lot of their older engines were like the 3DS too, were, were not so, uh, the port timing was not so extreme and, you know, yeah. things like that. So, yeah. So talking about needle settings, right. Um, where did you guys, when you put, you know, when, when in the testing phase, you know, how did you guys figure out, I need to be four and a half turns out on the OS motor or the OS carburetor now uh, versus two and a half or three, you know? To be honest, that, that's funny because uh, John just guessed. <laughs> Is that what it was? <laughs> he guessed at it and we tried it. Hardcore. <laughs> Did you tell yeah, him to go actually start. buy a lotto ticket? Tell him like, you need to buy a lotto ticket. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and you know the, the you know you have you had to come up with some very uh, safe, as you will, um, needle settings. You know what I mean? Right. And um, it, you know because you you don't want anyone to go up and have a bad experience. You know what I mean? Um, you know, I on my uh, my one twenty, I've got the sixty one G carb on it, and I, I ended up uh, three quarters of a turnout on my mid needle and like a turn and a, a turn and a half or a turn and a quarter on my high on my 120 and mm-hmm. 
you know, it's, it's, that's, that's about where I've been, you know, and it's, it's been running well, (laughs) you know, but again, my, my, this is a bone stock 120 and this is an old SR, a 120 SR. That's the other thing we found too, is that the needle settings did change depending on a little bit, but that was the, that was the closest to the safest number we could come up with to present to the public. Um, Yes. When you're tuning down, like most of us got to right around where Gregor was. Uh, on, if you're running a stock motor, if you run modded motors, as soon as you start opening up those ports, they, they want more fuel. Uh, Sherman is sitting somewhere around five and a half turns out on his high needle. Right wow. Now. Yeah, that's insane. And this engine's extremely modded. It's crazy. Yep. And it, uh, it's so how is that affecting kind of like the, the, the fuel, the, the flight time? Is, is it oh, a, a guzzler? Oh, yeah. It sucks it up for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And I'm running a modded 96 that is over four turns out. So I'm right around four and a half turns out myself. So, yeah, it, it definitely does. You can go up from there, but um, the stock motors tend to go down. Okay. Quite a bit. Yeah, quite a bit. I mean, my buddy, Sean, he's got a couple of these kits now on two different 120s and uh, he's about the same as I am. He's about a, a turn, uh, a full turnout on his mid and then uh, about a turn and a half, turn and a quarter on his high needle. So it's very, very close to mine. You know what I mean? Those, those are just approximate settings, you know, you know, a turn and a half in one click or two clicks backward. You know what I mean? <laughs> Who knows? But, uh, but yeah, just approximately. And, and it's, it's running awesome and you know that the, the the thing that's really uh really cool is you see the 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 you know the the transition between the high and low needles in the air is just phenomenal it's it's super fast you know you, you uh um, i'm gonna try to get some video here real quick i just i kept having that insulator issue um it was just irritating me it was still flying awesome but it, it just wasn't what i wanted the public to see you know because it wasn't um that wasn't the power tune kit's fault um it was, it was just a stupid insulator but i mean you take a look at uh, tom shin's video uh he's got a very good sound you know speaker system that pick or that picked up that video and i i absolutely love um that's public right jay he made that public yeah. right yeah yeah it's just the engine sounds phenomenal and you can see the transition between the needles and um it's perfect it's perfect you know <laughs> so it's um, John. Uh, yeah, we get some good video of John as well, and John's was running identical to Tom's. Yeah, uh, just, just dead on, dead on. So, have you guys noticed a different in, difference in flight time? So, I've seen a bunch of guys running 105s, and they get you know eight to ten minutes easy, no problem. But whenever I flew 91s and 96s from YS, I'd get you know maybe six minutes, five minutes, depending on how you fly, kind of thing. So, what kind of flight time difference have you guys noticed, if any? That's a good question. So for me, the I, I agree with you, Scott. The YS motors, they're gas guzzlers in, in the first place. And especially when you start modding them, then they really start guzzling the gas <laughs> or the fuel. Um, but the the 91 that was not modded that I tested uh, got just it, – it got the same that a normal 91 would get where with the um, YS carb on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't notice any difference or really any improvement in it. It seemed just about to be about the same. Um, like there again, once you start modding the motors, they, they start drinking the fuel. So I would, I wouldn't say that the carb improved the fuel economy any, you know? Yeah. So it was probably dictated by the the case and the porting and stuff in the case then in the cylinder. 
Yeah. The YS, they just breathe so much more and want so much more fuel. They're thirsty motors. They're greedy. They are. <laughs> they like to share. You know? We'll burn all yeah. the rotor range. Oh, geez, that's a shame. So, you, you, you know, too, with my, my stock 120SR, this, uh, I, you know, my timer is, uh, it will start telling me, you know, hey, you need to land around five minutes. And uh, every time, you know, my, my 105, I just had this programmed it was programmed into me i would land before that would even come off and it would usually be within you know 20 30 seconds you know roughly you know give or take and uh that was kind of been the same thing with my 120 just naturally been coming down and uh haven't really noticed any major difference in flight time myself you know so yeah that's like they said stock motor so cool nice did you guys find that you had to use different plug temperatures when you were doing this or? Yes, absolutely. That, uh, we did a lot, tried a lot of different plugs. Um, everything from the NU five, uh, all the way to the OS eight, uh, even down to the NU three. Um, wow. we pretty much tried the whole, all of the plugs. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, what we found to run best on, um, both stock and modded motors was uh, the NU4s. Mm. And in some cases on the modded motors, especially like um, I know mine actually prefers the OS8, which is, is weird because that's normally kind of hot um, for a YS motor. But it, it seems to run really good with the I, the NU3 was too hot. I was still burning the tops of the pistons. Mm. But the OS8 was like that perfect for a modded 96. So uh, between, stock, I'd say three and, and four or something. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and I, it's funny because uh, I had an Enya four. I'm sorry, no, it was an Enya five. I had in the uh, 120, and uh, it was it was an old Enya that I had sitting in my little OS plug box, and I threw it in there, and it ran uh, it ran pretty good. Um, but the uh, the uh, coil was a little bit distorted. Um, you know, and uh, so I ran it, and it was good. And then I, I ran the eight in there too, and it was definitely a little bit hotter. But it, the, the eight's still in it, and it's, uh, it's what I'm running until I can get actually find some Enya plugs. <laughs> so those are yeah, hard to get right now. Issue too. <laughs> we had a hard time yeah. finding plugs for a while there. Wow. Yeah. All right. So, um, how did the pricing come up? And uh, was it? You know, you touched on this earlier, but let's cover it again. So, was it initially the idea was to sell it, or you know, to pr provide it as a product to the public? Yeah, as as I touched on it before, it, initially it wasn't. I was just trying to get Gregor to make us some plates. Um, so I, I remember the conversation with Gregor. He was like, "So Jay, you know, kind of hitting around like, do you think we could make this?" Uh, uh you know an absolute product <laughs> like well put on your knee port knee pads boy right <laughs> yeah. well you know the, 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 at the end of the day here's 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 the thing yeah at the end of the day here, here's the thing i mean you're you're you know jay wanted these things but i mean you know at the end of the day we'll just tell it like it is like the cost to tool up the machine you know to do five of these versus you know 500 of these or 100 of these or 50 of these cost the same right mm -hmm. it's you know so so it was kind of it was kind of expensive to to just you know run a few of these and then you know the more we start getting into the you know what 
level do, do you want to take this? You know what I mean? Um, because I mean, there's so much going into this and he just, and, and, you know, and I know Jay wanted them available too. He's like, you know, we want these, but I mean, I think it would be great for people to have these available, you know, yeah, to them sure. too. So, and it, at that point it was just Jay kicking around the ideas. And then it was funny because we were both de- kind of delicate with each other because I know yeah. on my end, I was like, you know, after seeing their their dedication to the testing and what they were willing to bring to the table, what they had already brought to the table, um, I started getting on board and I'm like, oh, this this might be kind of cool to absolute CNC products this thing, you know? And then I think Jay on his side of things was like, shit, I don't need another fucking job. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I, I t- that too. I was like, Gregor, listen, man, I don't want another job. <laughs> you know, because I'm telling you, just these silly little servo arms. I mean, there, there's, there's nothing goes into these. I mean, you wouldn't believe the emails that I got from this thing, the PMs that I got from this little arm. Well, did you ever consider making the whole spacing this? Did you ever consider making the whole spacing that? Why didn't you do this whole spacing? You know, why is the thread this? Why is the thread that? And I'm like, hold on. The easiest way for me to answer this for people was, you have OS engines and YS engines on the market that are primarily being flown in helicopters today. Very few companies give you a schematic that shows you a OS installation and a YS installation. If they show you an OS installation and a YS installation, you're probably flying a goblin and it probably has two different, you know, length control rods, right? From the servo to the, to the throttle arm. So, they have very spe- OS has a very specific distance from their center mounting hole or the barrel hole to the eyelet, you know, the threaded hole. They have a specific design. So Matt Bodos, the the SAB family, the you know, all the different manufacturers out there took an OS engine and went, okay, we're going to place it here. So this is where the linkage and the servo is going to match. So that's what I did with this, this, this throttle arm. I wanted to keep it safe. Right. And you wouldn't believe the messages, you know, why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? The same thing I was letting Jay know is going to happen. And then some with this power tune kit, you know? And um, so it was like, so it was, it was going to quickly become another job if we did bring it to the public, you know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and so, yeah, it was uh, on top of that, that was, that conversation with Gregor actually really spurred me to do more testing because I thought, well, maybe if we can get a lot of these problems, you know, tested out in the in the front before we ever take it to market, we can we'll have the answer to those questions or, or you know, be able to answer those questions. Like this, it had to be. It had to be with something like this because I mean, it's you, you know, let's face it, it's controversial. Bottom line, it's controversial. Sure. Mm-hmm. So, uh, is there a manual included with this kit so people understand how to assemble it? Absolutely. Yes, sir. Nice. You can find the manual. I, I normally send people the link. I know Sherman Martin has posted the link a few times on Facebook, but it's a, it's just a Google Doc right now. Okay. Uh, I just made a Google Doc and put all the information on there and um, open to the public. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, when you purchase the kit, you'll get your tracking provided, and then you'll get a link to the uh, uh, to the instruction manual too. So it's, it's pretty well thought out. <laughs> awesome. So yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Very cool. Very cool. So uh, how would you guys like to address the naysayers? What naysayer? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just well, saying. You know, the haters, the people who are like, ah, oh, why would you do this? 
Yeah, why right, not just buy right. an OS? Right. You know, this, this, I love this question, you know, because at the end of the day, you know, uh, kind of touching back to, you know, who is it for and why, you know what I mean? It's, it's again, this, this is at the end of the day, look, we're hobbyists and we just want to have fun. And, you know, it's, you know, if the more products that are available on the market to have fun with, you know, I love that. You know what I mean? Sure. And, um, you know, but, but this, this, you know, for the naysayers, um, the people that that get on there and I, I, you know, there's some people that are, you know, that I've I've seen make comments that are um, seriously like the, the most common comment is, well, if you don't know how to tune, this is a perfect product for you. But that, that couldn't be further from the truth because this isn't about, this product wasn't about tuning. It, it simply, the, the, where the biggest reason for me that I wanted to get involved with this was even I couldn't get my 120 to run and I had tried everything and I'm I'm telling you I know what I'm doing with a YS engine and it was it was quite frankly pissing me off because it was just I ordered like I said I ordered regulators diaphragms I, I started pulling regulators off my old engines um, you know and I mean changing every seal every gasket and I could not get it to run it, it was just super frustrating but I had another YS engine that would run um, but yet this one, it just, it, it didn't matter. It just didn't matter what I did. Same with my buddy, Sean. And instantly within 20 minutes, he's flying his 120. He's been trying to get to run for a year and he's had some very qualified people try to get it running. So, you know, for the naysayers that say, if you, you know, if you, if you don't know how to tune, this is perfect for you. That, that, that's absolutely incorrect. You know, um, it will help those, it will help those people that don't know how to tune. If I kick in here, you know, they, they call the YS motor the tuner's motor. Well, I mean, that could be true, but why? Why does it have to be true? When I go to the field, I really don't go to the field to tune my motor. I go to the field to fly. Sure. Right? Why, can't it, why can't we have a YS motor that's as reliable and runs as good as the OS 105? that everybody knows is out there and, and and people just go to that motor because they don't have to worry about tuning it. They can just go out and freaking fly it. But now we can go out and freaking fly with the power of a YS and the tunability of an OS and reliability of an OS. That's what this is all about. And now consistency this, as well. Consistency, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm sorry. So that was a great answer. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, that was and, very, and, and, oh. that, that was very PC, Gregor. I mean, <laughs> you know, politically correct. But let, let, let's, um, do you know what the best way to tell the naysayers to go away is? God, here we go. Is but, continue doing yet another conversion for a different size motor. Mm. Yeah. What do you have in so mind? Like, uh, like, like, YS60 or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, 60, you know, like, I mean, if you're, uh, you know, one upper, you could go 60. But like Kevin, he's a one upper over the OS55. So he's saying YS56. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. but Kevin also still owns a, uh, a heli from 2001. Eight. Yeah. Eight. <laughs> 2008 mike sorry, sorry. <laughs> so do you do you guys you know can you give us a little bit of a you know 
foreshadowing of uh, YS56 and YS60 mods? I, I will I will say that Gregor and I have been talking about it and I've, I've been yes and uh, I have been uh, pushing that with him and I said Gregor I got uh, two YS60 motors on the way buddy so we need to be talking about these plates nice <laughs> cool yeah you, you know I, I I I just don't see the um I just I just don't see the 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 negative side of it you know I think originally um you know in terms of production run. You know, to get something going, you know, we'll we'll probably start out, you know, something a little small, but I I, I don't think that it's um, I, I think it, I'd be I think I would be silly. Jay would be silly not to do it. You know, I think uh, it's fun. Hey, the more the more cool stuff out there, the the, the better. You know, yeah, absolutely. Um, anything that can continue the hobby to grow, I think would be be awesome. And Jay Jay didn't have to twist my arm too much. <laughs> well, you you touched on something that that definitely resonated where it was you know. Doing these kinds of things is fun. It's our hobby, and uh, to have you know multiple hobbies within our hobby of doing these plates and making things you could say better, uh, you know, is always welcome in my opinion. I think that uh, you know it's it's a good time, and we certainly appreciate you guys very much for taking the time to do this. And I know it's not about the money; it's just simply about bringing something to market that uh, you know everyone can have fun with. And uh, so we certainly appreciate you guys for that. Right. Thank you. Appreciate that. And, and, and me, me being an OS guy, um, I got to say, when you get a couple Nitro nerds cooped up from COVID-19, there's some pretty cool stuff that comes out of that. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Like, yeah. It, it was a fun little project. That's for sure. And it's, uh, there's going to be more to come. Um, you know, there's there's some interesting stuff that we, we've been talking and, and coming up with. And, you know, uh, I, I think the relationship that we built just with this 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 one product, um, it, it's 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 awesome. I've, I've been you know, it's restored a lot of uh, uh, broken things inside of me to just have fun again with this. And yeah, um, yeah keep 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 an eye out. There's going to be some more stuff uh, we're, uh, you know, between between work and between, you know, some of the uh, local jobs that uh, that I that we we do um you know it's uh the things are going to come out and the more that people are interested in the products the, the, the quicker and more you know the quicker they're going to get on the table and, and start getting machined you know so um yeah keep an eye out there's some fun stuff and we're going to try to bring back the dead on a few items that uh, that just kind of everybody's missing i don't i don't want to get too much into that but uh, we'll just leave it at that there's some uh try to bring some things back from the grave that i'm sure a lot of people would like to see come back and um perfect with a little with a twist so nice one of, them, one of them is really exciting that's all i'm gonna say i can't say what it is yet Very but cool. it, it's like really exciting awesome, awesome. i will say this real quick that the john allen calls us gregor's beta bitches <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome oh, man that's, that's awesome. fun that's fun yeah. well, very cool yeah. Uh, is there anything, uh, well, actually I tell you what, uh, Gregor, why don't you, uh, give us the, the link to your absolute CNC, what you got? The, to the website? Yeah. 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 About that. So, uh, soon, <laughs> how about that? Okay. So, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> so right now, uh, you can purchase things through Facebook then. Is that what I'm ga- gathering? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. And, and, and I apologize, you know, the, 
Um, we were, we were literally a week away from launching the site and my guy, uh, it was great cause my guy is, you know, he's, he's one of my best friends and he is phenomenal with designing web- websites and stuff. And he's had a lot on his plate, but, uh, he also was a little bit apprehensive on a few different things. And then I, then I, I baited him on a, a three-way call with Jay one evening and Jay, uh, put a lot of pressure on him because Jay's not too, too, too much of, he's, he's not a slouch when it comes to websites and uh and it kind of inspired my guy but we were we were so to where he was he's been now pushing me like hey hurry up hurry up we need to get this let me turn this on and the the biggest thing is um you know with our business uh we're we're um not it's not just about you know the absolute cnc the uh, rc side of it is um it's the fun side of the business but at the end of the day absolute cnc products is um that's that's putting food on our table as well as my job and um to to there's a few things on the we've we kind of decided um okay which way do we want to you know how with the business is are we going llc are we doing this are we doing that and with some more uh research we our, our plans kind of veered a little bit so our paperwork's changed and my wife is um yeah she's she's uh she's uh paused me for a minute we were literally a week away from having some uh, forms turned in and, and everything ready to go so it's a little bit a little bit longer i'm hoping we can uh, it's it's, it's going to cost us a little bit more than what we had planned and so we're just uh, trying to we're just trying to make the right decision if you know what i mean so nice yeah yeah Very so cool. otherwise we'd be up and running man <laughs> well, Jay, I know you do have uh, a link to um, purchase it through Google somehow. Um, yeah. So we'll go ahead and provide that in the show notes. And okay. uh, in that way, we can make sure that everyone has access to it. Uh, if you would like to purchase this for your YS91 or 120 sized motors, 96 as well, uh, then please head on over uh, you know, to Jay's link uh, down in the show notes and we'll... Uh, Provide that for you so that you can get yours on order today. And how much is that uh, total to get into somebody's hands? This adapter plate. Sure. The uh, the kit is sixty five dollars right now, and then it's it's eight dollars to ship anywhere in the U S. Uh, if you're shipping overseas, I think it's what was it thirty dollars to ship overseas right now. Thirty eight. Thirty eight right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so it's the price. The pricing is a little bit high, but the reason that we're doing this uh, is because you know the time it takes to research how much it's going to cost to ship it internationally to Taiwan versus the UK. I mean, we've shipped these to France, UK, Taiwan. I mean, oh, wow. uh, all over the place, and um, already and. and yeah, it's 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 been incredible. And some very big names uh, have wanted to get their hands on these. Like yesterday, it was amazing. And uh, so, well, yeah, he, he yeah, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Rob, Rob got his hands on one too. He wanted one, but, but you know, some some big names in 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 the piloting. You know, and 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 no offense, Rob, love you, but uh, you know, he's you know. Um, you know, there's some big names that I just, you know, we weren't expecting. Um, and, and I can't wait till they finally, uh, I know a few of their friends have been making some posts, which has been pretty cool. Um, that are phenomenal pilots as well. But, uh, at any rate, the, you know, the, to do a flat rate shipping, uh, just worked out better, you know, and, and, you know, until it's up on the website, there'll be some, some different, you know, rates that you can choose from, um, that are, that are pre 
it's it's just set because you have the postal companies linked up with the website as of right now it was just too difficult for me to keep running back and forth to the post office or you know pull up these rates and get an a guesstimate of what it might cost so but you know what they have nobody's batted an eye i mean literally nobody has batted an eye you know and um yeah, so so that's that's kind of what the prices are right now, and and uh, we we you know the the kits have sold very well. <laughs> Perfect. So it's been awesome. So speaking of the kit, this is gonna be my final question for you guys: is what is included in the kit, so that people at least have an idea of what they're getting. So uh, so in the kit, you're gonna get the uh, carburetor adapter plate itself. And then you're going to get the uh, uh, the uh, regulator uh, block off plate. You're going to get two M3 by 25 stainless steel screws, uh, cap head screws. And then you're going to get two M2.5 by six cap head stainless steel screws. And then uh, we cut our own gaskets as well. And nice. uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, it's all, all nicely packaged uh, in my uh, sweatshop in my house by myself and my kids. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so it, it's awesome yeah so that that's basically the contents of the kit and um yeah works really Perfect. well well again so. thank you so much for coming on you guys and uh i wish you the best with this venture uh i think it's a lot of fun and i think that people are gonna definitely uh you know see your efforts uh paid off when they when they try this out but uh Awesome. Uh, with that, uh, how would folks get in touch with you, Gregor? Let's start with you. If folks wanted to get in touch with you and ask questions or maybe even just talk to you about other things, how would they get in touch with you? Yeah, you can reach me out on Facebook anytime. Um, and then uh, uh, you can also hit me up at uh, Gregor at AbsoluteCNCProducts.com. And then, um, yeah, anytime on Facebook too, I am, I am an open book and uh, I love to help. I love to answer questions and and. Yeah, that's, that's anytime, anytime, cool. day or night. It happens all the time, and I, I welcome it. So, and Jay, how about you, sir? How would they get in touch with you? Sure, uh, anyone can write me a letter, mm. and you can send it to my address. Perfect. Which is? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you can hit me up on Facebook. I'm I'm on the RCHO website, or just uh, you can search for my name, Jay Treadway, and a friend send me a friend request. Um, that's the easiest way to do it. I think uh, the better way would be to come to RCHO, which is the field that never sleeps. Yep. And come fly some nitro. Absolutely. I think that'd be the right. best. Write that letter, fold it up like an airplane. <laughs> airplane? <laughs> so the RCHO guys can kill the airplane. And you can fly <laughs> and tell them what was and on that letter. While shooting paintballs at it. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Such a good time. All right. Yeah, it's awesome. I, I really appreciate the, the opportunity to, you know, and, and I, I just want to say one thing. I, I, I just really hope that uh, people give it a chance. You know, I know there's there's a lot of people that uh, that uh, were, were pretty skeptical on it, but open up your minds and, and, and just just keep in mind we're out here to have fun Absolutely. with stuff. And um, and I wouldn't be putting my name on it if, if it wasn't working. And I know Jay wouldn't have wouldn't have done the same, you know. Awesome. So. Absolutely. Well, gentlemen, thank you so much for coming on this evening. We certainly do appreciate it. And, uh, man, hope to see you guys soon. That's awesome. Too. Thanks for the opportunity. Thanks, All guys. Right. Oh, baby. <laughs> Absolute magic. I, I got magic. one last question, though. If Go you ahead. guys put your name on it, which one's Power and which one's Toon? Jay's Power. <laughs> Jay's Power. <laughs> no, I'm Toon. <too>. No. <laughs> nice. It's very cool. Awesome.
All right, guys. Take care. You too. We'll see you. All right. Wow, pretty cool, huh? The Power Tune kit. What do you guys think? More power, baby. More power, baby. I think so. Makes me want to try it on my 3DS, actually. Yeah, I'm I'm glad to see people still, like, motivated enough to, to... play around like that you know what i mean that's pretty cool absolutely yeah yeah because i mean scott even you do stuff too i've you know you've modded motors and whatever else so nothing this extreme no well kevin you've modded them as well Just mm. yeah. different <laughs> kevin melts the pistons out of them mm-hmm. you mod them in your own special way i always <laughs> yep yep the ring's easier to change when it's liquid <laughs> <laughs> we pulled that it just all falls out. <laughs> Shaking out the yeah. exhaust port after the flight. <laughs> uh, yeah, we call that a nuclear mod. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now it's it's definitely awesome that even now with as we see some things going out of business, slowing down, you know, there's people willing to go on a limb and try something different and figure out a solution to the problems we have with some of these um nitro motors. Absolutely. That's definitely awesome. Absolutely. Yep. So pretty cool. I might uh, I might have to give this a try. Of course, if they do a mod for the 56 or even the 60, to see the 60 work better than it currently does, which I don't want to speak negatively, but we do know that you do have to run those a bit richer. Um, I'm I'm wondering if the 55 carb would would make a difference, just like on the 120. You know, right. Kevin would like to at least get through half his tank. Of I would love to get through half a tank. That would be amazing. <laughs> so. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Uh, All right, you guys. You guys ready to get out of here? Let's yeah. wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Let's do this All right. thing. If you guys would like to get in touch with us here at the Heliheads Show, you could email us at theheliheadsshow at gmail.com. Uh, if you have show ideas or want to be a average Joe or whatever you got questions, tell us we're doing poorly, whatever. It's cool. Let us know. Suggestions on the full, full school. Yeah, there you go. That'd be good. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know. So, uh, Mike, how else can they, uh, follow us? You can also like our Facebook page and follow and subscribe to us on Podbean or iTunes. Perfect. All right. Huge shout out to the other Heli podcasts and video personalities in our hobby. And of course, with much regret, uh, Triple Tree uh, here in uh, Woodruff, South Carolina, has foregone all the events for the rest of the year. So kind of sad, but uh, considering. <laughs> Hex got axed. Yeah. Scott's going to quit now. He's gonna yeah, I'm done. Rage quit. Rage quit. I was thinking about going this year. Yeah, it would have yeah. been fun. It would have been fun. But we're going to change things up just a tad this this episode, and uh, I think from, from now on. Uh, but we would like to recognize somebody in our hobby, and this is the this episode's Helihead Award goes to Mr. Tom Shin. Daniel, please elaborate. Mm. Man, I, I'm just thankful to have Tom Shin being such a, a I don't want to say a nitro expert, but a very well educated on the nitro tuning and everything that goes into a a nitro helicopter because he was able 
over a Facebook messenger and me explaining to him in words, in writing, what that motor was doing, he was able to troubleshoot what the issue I was having, which was a check valve That's on our YS91. Yep. So... Thank you for having you in our hobby. I think you're a wealth of knowledge when it comes to nitro motors. And it's I can't wait to see you in the next event. Yeah. Bottles up, everybody. Yep. <laughs> that Thank is you, really Tom. impressive, though. Like, I've heard of people tuning by ear. This dude tunes yep. by text. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it, it was just straight up. What is it doing? Explain to me what is it doing. I said, it's fine. It's rich until it goes to mid-stick. When it goes to mid-stick, it goes super lean, like you pinch the pipe. Mm. He said, oh, that's the classic uh, check valve issue. Change nice. your check valve. I'm like, boom. There you go. Very cool. Yep. Solve your nitro issues. Please dial one eight hundred text. Helen Keller helper. Tom. <laughs> Helen Keller hotline. Right. <laughs> yep. Don't so. Uh, yeah. What'd you say, Mike? I said, if you don't like your piston anymore, dial up Gucci. Yep. There you go. I'll right. nuke it. Yep. So It'll get uh, nasty for you. Just so heavy head of the week, right? Yep. That's what we're going with for this section. That's right. Tom. Schiff. All right. I like it. You're the man. All right. Cool. Let's uh, head into some parting words. Gucci, what you got? Changed it up. I got hashtag YS power. Huh? Huh? Did you like that? And hashtag 55 Nitro 2020. Since Mike gave me a hard time for engine size last time nice. so well, i'm gonna give you a hard time again because you can't start with ys power and then have the next hashtag be 55 that's true <laughs> there's a fair point there mean? it's got to be 56 or 60 listen it, i am an equal opportunity when it comes to <laughs> to any kind of mode nitro motors because right now you know we we technically only have two right for helis <laughs> let's be honest about that OS that's all we have oh it's 55 oh sorry no, not not sizes. Gosh, you know it always goes back to size with you. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. oh, I got, oh, hold on. It's okay. growing. This just came in. Five and a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag nitro or nitro. <laughs> Whoever put that in there, I don't know what it means, but I, I'm sticking to it. Oh boy. All right, I got hashtag get your ass out and fly. And of course, hashtag Equipo Espinter. <laughs> hey, Mike, I got a question. Yes. What's older, uh, the Flybart Heli that Kevin has or your hashtag get your, your ass out and fly? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. They're both cool. <laughs> no, both cool. <laughs> well, one's cool, one's old. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, oh man and i got hashtag want a tandem no and no <laughs> no no please no <laughs> read that again and uh yeah hashtag <laughs> it's want a trandom oh uh, i can't read uh yeah. yeah so hooked on phonics worked for me want a trandom <laughs> who snug that r in there uh, i didn't see that oh gosh want a trandom i love it and then of course bottles up that's for, that's for Facebook. All right. And of course, I've got from our boy K Dub, send it till you end it. Of course, I will go with. You know what? I can't do this one anymore because I'm not 
I'm not doing that. I was charging on the new case, which I forgot to mention, and I did not pop breakers. So, hmm. mm-hmm. I mean, were you really pushing, or are you kind of just, you know, going out for a <laughs> slight walk? <laughs> Perfect fix. There we go. Fixed. Hashtag saved him breakers. <laughs> and uh, of course, as always, I am too old for or too old for hold. And uh, you know, you can't make it through a week without being sloppy in the rear. <laughs> hey, thank you so much for listening. This has been episode oh. episode number twenty four. <laughs> With Gregor and Jay talking power tune. And uh, we'll catch you guys next time with uh, Belted in the rear. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, See you guys. Must be the tired iron. Kevin, we've been over this. We can't talk about your fantasies on the podcast. (laughs) Wow. See you guys later. doing special so i don't want to say huge shout out to heli podcast and video personalities and uh hey let's change things up let's do the tom shin deal and oh by the way triple tree gone dunzo i would rather end on a high note with mentioning tom shin as the high note than go into parting words you're high the high note is our hashtags bro (laughs) you're overthinking this (laughs) i know what i'm doing high note is the very last hashtag which is sloppy in the rear so (laughs) (laughs) we end on that we're golden oh lord why why don't we like thank somebody in the hobby that helped you figure something out or in the past like two weeks yeah, shout like, out to like individuals or someone that posted yeah. something cool online or Say, someone that contributed for, to the hobby. Like, who are you thankful for as a friend in the hobby? And now for this week, I'll be like, well, it's actually Tom Shin. Because rather than keep blowing up YS Motors, he was able to help me out and troubleshoot my YS Motor over Facebook Messenger. Yeah, Thanks, Tom. I, I, I tend be to awesome. gravitate to the same person all the time or same people. Shout out to Duncan Bosian for posting a badass video of yeah, that media and getting like, me stoked you, to buy one. You, you could you well, know, we it, all agree to shout out one person. Yeah, just one person. Instead of doing one person individually, we just do one person as a group. Yeah. Oh, so you do that. Kind of like, like an employee of the month? Yeah. Right. Employee of the episode. <laughs> or hobbyist of the episode? We can, call, yeah. we can call it the heli head of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. Heli um, heads up. Heli head of the week. Yeah. Of the week. I, I could dig that. Heli head of the week. Yeah.
Who's that going to be? Well, this week, let's do Tom Shin. Kevin, can I ask a quick question? Yeah. That note wasn't in, or that question wasn't in the notes that I had. Just, just out of, because no. I'm wondering if you guys are yeah, getting Yeah, I it. added it. Get over it. <laughs> That's right. Stay on, on your toes, bitch. Quick things, bitch. That's fine. <laughs> I was wondering if there was notes that are on this chat that I'm not seeing. No, no, it's no. through a uh, 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 Google Drive we thing. Have that a we're drive just for our team, Jay. Let me got it's called, it's called bait and switch. Yep. Yeah, be, be, prepared. <laughs> be prepared. I'm good. Do I sound okay? Yeah, you sound fine. Okay. Perfecto. You don't look any better you, though. You sound yeah. <laughs> you sound the same as you always do, like shit. <laughs> Here, please, buddy. Oh gosh, no, it's, it's fine. Cool. All right, Scott, kick it off when you're ready. All right, give me like a second of silence. And we'll kick it off. All right. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Serious. Mm. No. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> You guys do this shit to me all the time when we start the show, so fuck off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, okay, serious face. All right, you guys ready? Thanks, yeah. well, we've been ready. I but, forget yeah, how ahead. this how we ended <laughs> the thing last time. Just like this. Just like this. <laughs> in the rear. All right, shut up. Here we go. <laughs> we should all play our bottles at the end of the show. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> We'll catch you guys next time. <laughs> All right, cool. Here we go. Shut up. Okay. Yeah, I totally thought I was on mute when I burped too. <laughs> I was like, that was rude as shit. <laughs> Kevin yeah, was ready to like karate at my chop and you. The microphone was white. Like if I one screen, the Skype screen, the microphone's white when it's hot. It has a line through it when it's not. And then on the other screen that the iPhone uses, it like overrides the Skype screen for some reason when I hit my screen close thing. And it's complete opposite. So I was like, oh, okay. Well, it's muted. But <laughs> you're like, oh, nice. I might be able to cut it out. We'll see. Hopefully. All right. Um, no, I was not about to kill you. I don't really care. At this point, we've talked about limp dick, ED, fucking iron, <laughs> tired. I mean, you know, we pretty much put it out there. Limp dicks. <laughs> Short dick. Five and I'm a looking. quarter. I'll be right back. That's like my favorite Paul. episode. Oh. I'm here. Awesome. Oh, sorry. My man, Jay. Yeah. I was just looking at a picture of Scott Graham rubbing one out. Uh, Oh God. (laughs) Trying to keep his iron hot. Jay, are you going to Urcha? Nah, Urcha's for pussies. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh.